Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good morning. And Wayne, congratulations to you for last night. We will get to that in just a little while here on Undisputed. But it is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time to say, how about them Eagles? <laughs> we will get to the 49ers and the Eagles and the Cowboys at 10 Eastern with Cowboys Hall of Famer Michael Irvin. Playmaker, give us a hint of what you're about to unleash. Man, I am so happy today. You guys saw that yesterday. What a great game that was. In the city of Rocky, too. But Rocky showed up. Let me tell you what I thought about when I saw this. Y'all remember that movie, Rocky, when he was going up against Drago and, and he was fighting and then he, and they say, oh, you hit him. You cut him. He bleeds. He's human. And we can beat him. We can beat them, and we gonna talk about all of that at 10. I know I look fresh, I know I look clean, I feel dope. I tell you why, I got a lot of new hope. Cowboys Nation, yes. it's good, baby. It's going to be Great. good, you don't want to miss it. And my boy's about to take care of those people that did Florida State wrong. You know, I'm from Florida, and that's a rivalry. But that was wrong. You stay, if you will stay undefeated, you deserve to be in. I want you guys to take care of that. I'm just saying that. Just just okay. don't miss it at 10. That's all, all I'm right. saying. All I'm right. going to let you know. Woo. Is the show over? I don't, I don't know. No. Yes. Maybe we better start now. <laughs> First up, we've got to talk college football playoffs with my guys Richard Sherman and Keyshawn Johnson. Yesterday, as we all know now, the committee selected these four teams, Michigan versus Alabama in one semifinal, Washington and Texas in the other. Richard Sherman, good morning to you. Any problem with this final four? I have a huge problem with it, Skip. I have a huge problem with it because this is what's wrong with college sports, and this is why I don't watch it. I, I don't watch it. I, I think it's BS because regardless of how a team performs, College used to be about the underdog story, about pageantry, about amateurism, and, and hey, the, any team at any given time can win the game or have a chance at a national title, and it doesn't matter as long as you go out there and compete. Now it's become politics. It's nothing but politics because Florida State, a Power 5 team from a Power 5 conference, a decent Power 5 conference in the ACC. I mean, Clemson has been in the playoffs a bunch of times went undefeated and the only knock against them is their starting quarterback got hurt and so that's the reason you don't put them in the national champ you don't put them in the college playoff I don't get that because a few years ago 
Cordell Jones of Ohio State started his first game, his first game, Skip, ever in the Big Ten Championship. He won that game. He was good. They went on yep. to play Alabama in the first round of the college football playoffs. Mm -hmm. His second start, third-string quarterback. He was the third-string quarterback yes. that year to start the year. And they beat Bama and went on to win the national championship. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful story. It's a great story. It was great for college football. It's great for everybody because you see that, hey, a team who's, that is determined enough, that is together enough, even if you got your third-string quarterback, you're inspired. It's an inspiring story. But instead, we get a, a fat cat, a front-runner, a SEC team because, oh, the SEC is strong and, and the SEC is always strong. The SEC is 7-9 against non-conference opponents this year. 7-9. They're not some powerhouse conference right now. They're not some, hey, we beat everybody and, and we're, we're the class above everybody else. They're not that right now. So a team shouldn't go from 8 in the nation to fourth and jump over an undefeated team it, it, for uh, with, with nothing else other than, oh, we're Alabama. Like, it's it's ugly. It's It, it doesn't make you want to watch the game. It makes you think, man, who paid somebody? Like, who's pulling the strings here? You just want Alabama in it no matter what they do, no matter if they lose games, the wins and losses don't count anymore. It, it, you just got to be Alabama. Win enough games, and if you're Alabama, you'll make it. Florida State? We're sorry your quarterback got hurt. You went undefeated, but it doesn't matter. Hmm. You know, I, I don't have a problem with it, Skip. I, in fact, like the fact that these four teams are in it. Um, I talked about it with Nick last week as they announced the matchups in the Final Four, and I, and I said to them, I said, look, I said to Nick, I said, Michigan's going to win. The Nick is your... Is the producer. Your producer. Yep. yep. And, and so mm -hmm. I said, you know, because we were talking about it, and I yep. said that Michigan's going to get in. If Alabama beats Georgia, Alabama's going to get in. Yeah. Even if Florida State beats Louisville, Florida State's not getting in. Texas is going to get in regardless because Texas beat the number one team in the country. I mean, beat an SEC team at that point in time in Alabama on the road. Then Alabama beats the number one team. Washington's going to – Oregon, Washington, whichever one of those two would have won that game the other night in the Pac-12 championship was getting in. Washington got in. They won. And I understand what Richard is saying, but Florida State is not one of the top four teams today. Remember it now, it's about, it's, it, it, remember, it's about the way that the guidelines uh, are, are put together is about them being one of the top teams today. Losing, losing Jordan Travis a couple weeks ago certainly hurt them. There's no question about it. The committee, and neither do I, want to see. You say you don't want to watch college football. You think I want to watch Florida State go up against Michigan or Alabama or even Washington, for that I, matter, I, or, I, I, or Texas, I, for I that matter? I don't want to no. see an Alabama team that didn't I earn their way in. I don't care but, if they feel like they, they the best team. No, they I earned, mean, they, they lost. They earned, they, they earned they their way in because they won the SEC championship. They beat the number one team in the country from wire to wire who was on their way, Skip, mm -hmm. to winning three national titles potentially. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you call that, three-peat? Is that what we would call it, a three-peat? Yep. They, we they were eyeing a three-peat. Mm. And, and they took care of business against them. They, they won by three, but hand to me, they were winning that football game, kind of dominating it throughout the course of the game from the front to the back, even though the score at the end really didn't indicate the way they manhandled Georgia at times throughout their game. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it, the storylines are great, though. Michigan, Alabama, 
Harbaugh can't stand Saban. There was always a back and forth. You were in my backyard throwing uh, camps. Get out of here, Alabama and Tuscaloosa. Michigan, you don't belong here. Washington and Texas, Steve Sarkeesian coached at Washington. Those are just some little bitty backline storylines. Now, look, do I feel bad about Florida State and the players? They worked so hard to get undefeated. Yes, I do. I feel horrible about it. I, I would, I, if, they, if it was six teams, then of course. But it's only four. And there's only four that can be in it. And the committee said, hey, you got to be playing your best football. You go back to Cordell Stewart, uh, Cordell Stewart, Cordell Jones, mm-hmm. when he took over, but Ohio State was playing really good football. Because of Ezekiel Elliott was running wild. Yes. Nobody could stop it. Yes, so it didn't hurt like them. It didn't hurt them whether or not they put in a backup quarterback who was number three or a dude that they found in the band. The team was well, stacked and loaded. That's not the case with Florida State. They had 55. You won't know because they didn't get a shot. They had 55 passing yards the other night, man, against Louisville. 55. I don't, I don't think, care. Think about that. It, Alabama not, lost. You don't get to lose, Keith. If you lose, you should not be in it. Because if, if that's the point, then wins and losses don't and, matter. And then the don't cra- play the And games. the crazy thing about it is everybody, everybody wants to focus in on Uncle Nick. Sarkeesian lost, too. And he lost to Oklahoma, am I right? Right, but they beat he, Bama. And then, they and beat then, the team. And, 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 and guess what? Bama beat Georgia, the number one well, team well, in Georgia the country. Georgia ain't in it no more. And, and which George, is, which and is Georgia's fun. not in it anymore because they beat right. the number one team. Had Florida State beat and the number they, one team, they probably would be in it. But that mm. didn't Florida State didn't don't need happen. to beat the number one team. They didn't they lose. They struggled against Louisville, man. Stop. They didn't lose. They have not lost a game. So you can that, say whatever. You can say struggle. You can say. They don't. They, the committee does not value the ACC conference as a Power Five conference the same way they do Texas, Alabama, Washington, and Michigan. They, and they don't should, value and it. And they shouldn't value the SEC. they 7-9 against mm. non-conference opponents. 7-9. Mm. You, you're talking that's about... Seven, that's, Skip, he's talking about the entire yeah. conference. We're only talking about two teams. We're not having a conversation about Vanderbilt and LSU you just and Tennessee. Said, you just talked about we're the talking, ACC conference. We're talking about because... Florida State's coming out of the SEC as the, I mean, out of the ACC as the top dog. Skip, mm. this is it, it, Alabama. If Alabama played Florida State, you know what they do to them. Mm. Come on now, mm. they do something to them so terrible it wouldn't yeah, even be it would funny. Be terrible. Okay, my turn. To Richard's first point, it, it was a sports tragedy that Jordan Travis went down the way he went down. Richard and I have disagreed over this hip drop tackle, but that's not the point right now. It happened. It was hard to watch. It, it, it just tears your heart out for Florida State. They lost a Heisman candidate. They lost their leader. They lost their playmaker. They lost their offense all at once. And yet, What's the goal here? To Keyshawn's point, isn't the goal to get the best four teams right now? I mean, right now. And we got to see the backup quarterback of Florida State go to Gainesville and play Florida, and he was okay. It's Tate Rodemaker, and he played okay, and they managed to hang on and win 24-15, to 15, but he wasn't great, and he got concussed. So the other night, they had to start a true freshman – in Brock Glenn, and to Keyshawn's point, 55 passing yards. They were two for 16 on third down. 
He had a QBR of 13 on a scale of zero to 100. And the committee said, we can't do that right now because they're not the best team right now. Their defense is playoff caliber and worthy, 100%. but not their offense, because you are risking embarrassment if you send that offense to the Wolves up above you. Because TCU last mm-hmm. year versus there Georgia in the championship. Yeah. And that, that hurts. So, that- so what? So what? It's still earned. Okay. All right. Now, let's go bigger picture. This is just me. Richard, you say the SEC was 7-9 and nine against non-conference, but if you look at the, all the computer ratings, starting with the Sagarin ratings, that SEC West is by far the best conference in the country. And by the way, if you look at what Georgia did to the SEC this year as the runaway number one team the whole year, I'm looking at these scores. They're, they're playing top 20 teams one, two, three, four times, and they are annihilating top 20 teams. And that game on Saturday was very close because Georgia actually had more yards than Alabama. To Keyshawn's point, Georgia, uh, Alabama took charge early on and won the game. So you got to give it up to Alabama. They earned their way in to me by beating the number one team in the country 27 to 24 by three. But Georgia also belongs in the final four because I dare you. I dare anybody to tell me that Texas could beat Georgia right now on a neutral field because they can't. I know Texas. I'm a big 12 guy. My Sooners beat them by four points, 34 to 30, on a neutral site in Dallas, Texas, in the big Red River rivalry. And yet, to your point, Richard, Texas had already, back on September 9th, gone to Tuscaloosa and won the game and won it fairly handling, won it by 10 points. But the point there was Nick Saban was screwing up his quarterback situation as he is wont to do because Jalen Milrow had only started one game against Middle Tennessee. That was their first game. This was his second game. And Saban is iffy on him all the way through the game and benches him for the next game. They went to South Florida the next game, and he played uh, Ty and Tyler, the two backup guys, Mm -hmm. and they barely eked out a 17-3 win. Then he goes back to Jalen Milrow, and right now Jalen Milrow looks like the best quarterback in the country. I, I don't know. He is on fire, and you want to talk about a stud. You want to talk about arm and legs? He is the whole package, and it took a while for him to regain the job and regain his footing and take off. Well, they have taken off. So are we talking about body of work here? Because I'm not. I'm talking about right now. Because if Jalen Milrow were were right now, if, if Texas had to go today to play at Tuscaloosa, Texas would get thrashed. That, that, listen, Texas is an overrated product of a Big 12 title game featuring Oklahoma State? Are you kidding me? Oklahoma State lost at home to South Alabama 33-7. to They lost at home, and then even recently, they went to UCF, to Central Florida, and lost 45-3. to it, it took them two overtimes to, to finally get past BYU to get into the Big 12 title. Are you kidding me? It was a joke that Oklahoma State who, by the way, stole a game against my Sooners because Drake Stoops got tackled in the end zone at the end of the game. We lost, but we should have won the game because Drake Stoops got tackled and we would have won if you called that penalty. The point is that Oklahoma State was so overrated in the Big 12 title game. Here, I think we got the play right here. 
he just gets tackled. He just gets yanked down. Okay, if you if you call that, Oklahoma's probably in the Big 12 title game. Then you've got you've you've got some standard there. You you've got a measuring stick because I think my Sooners were better than Texas, but Texas was able to play Oklahoma State, and everybody's just given Texas a straight pass into the tournament. I help me out here. Could Texas beat Georgia right now on a neutral field? Georgia was really good all season long. Help me out. There's no way that Georgia isn't better than Texas. I don't think Texas Texas beat any of the three teams that's in the Final Four. Any of the three. And if you want to throw Georgia in there, Texas doesn't beat them. And certainly Florida State wouldn't beat them. No, Florida State would not beat them. What's the point of playing the games? What is the point? All this this nonsense y'all talking about, what is the point of playing the games? If a team can go undefeated, you keep talking about the SEC. The SEC plays mostly – a patty cake schedule. They played Middle Tennessee. They played Division One AA okay. and FCS yeah, schools. I got it. Except for each other. When they're they have to play each other. They, except right? for each other. And, they, and they're overrated. They are an overrated no. conference. So, yeah, playing against each other when you don't play against each other, anybody else, it looks like, oh, my God, LSU was ranked 8. Arkansas was ranked 16, something, et cetera, et cetera. And then those teams go play other teams in other conferences, and they take L's. When you watch the bowl season this year, those teams will take L's. It happens every year. LSU played Florida State. Guess what? They took an L. So it's, again, you overrate this conference and you sit there and say, oh, my God, they're so good. They, they beat everybody. Well, most of the time, they're playing nobody. Outside of their conference, they're not playing ranked opponents. They're not playing great opponents. When they do, they lose. Alabama played Texas. They lost. I don't care what you're saying. Oh, now they're playing Jalen Milrose, and and they got it together. Well, they didn't have it together when they needed it together. And so they should not be in this. You should not punish a team who went undefeated just because their quarterback got injured. Alabama beat LSU badly also, right? So So that was like Alabama's third best win. Again, it's, it, it doesn't matter. That's not a good – it's a, a conference that doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. You've got two good teams and everybody else. You've got two good teams and everybody else. Y'all keep saying this stuff about SEC. I don't see them winning a lot of bowl games. Keyshawn, every year they go to these bowl games and play other ranked teams and they lose these bowl games. I'm not and, even and then you, y'all go to next year. I'm not even concentrating on the conference because every single conference, even the Pac-12 conference, we play so, Nevada – San Jose. I mean, we played USC, yeah. non-Power 5 mm-hmm. teams. Everybody does that. Every but single conference. they don't play conference. FCS schools. They Michigan played play UNLV. Division one Michigan played nobody for five weeks. Like, come on. So, Everybody so, plays so, but did, bad teams. Do they play teams. FCS schools? But here's so, what okay. I would, So yeah. then what I'm saying is stop putting Bama in when they don't deserve to be in. Y'all keep saying Georgia and Bama deserve Bama, to be in over these kids. Then go undefeated. The last several weeks of the season. Bama has been playing like one of the top four teams they in the have. country. That's why they're in it, Richard. That's why they're in it. So the full body of work Florida, doesn't matter. It, it State, just matters how you play it at the end. They, I didn't make the damn rules up. That's what the, it is. Talk that, to the committee about their guidelines. Not I'm, me and I'm, Skip. I'm, we just giving you the information. We didn't make it up. Hmm. They said, hey, are they playing their best? They say no. He just told you. They eked out a win against a dog of a Florida team. With a backup at number two who got concussed. They played a true freshman. They are not going to do that. They're not going to put them in. You mentioned Cordell Jones, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas and company were carrying the team at that point in time. 
with the defense that Ohio State had, with a coach on the sideline and Urban Meyer, they were going to put them in if they won. They took care of then their business the and won. Mm. That, that, and what's the point of playing? I, I, again, Richard, I am not on the damn committee. I'm just giving you the information. It, it, I'm just giving you the information. That's all I'm doing. At least I'm trying there's to There's no point of playing these games. Because there's, there's not a real national championship, then. It's not a real, it's not a real tournament. If all you got to do, hey, it doesn't matter if you played well during the regular season. It doesn't matter if you went undefeated. Uh, we think you're playing well at the end. We think this team was ranked eighth in the, in the country a week ago is now a top four team because they, they won the SEC championship. And now the number one team is what, the number six team? Like, like I mean, what are we doing? What are, what are we doing? Okay, Richard, back to what you brought up about Cardell Jones. That year that Ohio State got on that roll in that run, Cardale played first against Wisconsin in the Big, uh, Big Ten championship Big game. Big Ten championship. And Cardale was really good in that game. And the committee could see, oh, he can really play not because he can really off. play. There was, I, I'm, I'm not sure there wasn't some bump. I, I think it got better at quarterback with him. And all of a sudden, with Zeke running for 200-plus, you could just see them coming. So the, there was no controversy about letting Ohio State in with Cardale Jones because it looked like he, he might have improved the position. That's how well he played in the Big Ten championship game. So th- th- there was no controversy there. And yet, to Keyshawn's point, if, if you look at Florida State, what, what case could you make? What, what, do you think Florida State, to Keyshawn's point, do you think Florida State could beat any of these teams? I, they couldn't right now. I'm not sure because they won't have the opportunity. I, I don't not, know. Not because right college now, football, Richard. crazier not things, right now. No, crazier no, not things right have now. happened, not right now. but you don't get the opportunity to see it because you, you give it to a team that's a powerhouse, a perennial, that doesn't necessarily deserve it. You could say, hey, they're one of the best teams playing right now. If they were one of the best teams and they didn't lose to Texas, then they wouldn't have, a, they wouldn't have anything to argue against them. They, they'd be in, two. no question. But they did lose. But that was Week two, September not at the 9th. end of the season. That was week yep. two. I don't care when it was. Is, is, is it the full body work? If it ain't the full body work, let's stop playing the games and just put Bama in the SEC in every year and don't even worry about playing the games. Just just pick the bowl games early. So Richard, the only person yeah. I know that didn't think Bama, if they beat Georgia, was getting in. Mm. You're the only person I know. I, I mean, I'm just tired. I'm, I'm tired of them putting teams in that didn't, didn't deserve. You're going to go from eight to four? I don't care who you beat. Okay, so Richard, you wanted no SEC teams in the Final Four. I wanted the teams that deserve it. I mean, Georgia could have could have potentially stayed, but you're not going to put a non-champion in there unless it's Bama. They put Bama in there as a non-champion before. So as a non-SEC champion, and they won it that year. I think they beat LSU. But I'm, I'm just saying, man, at the end of the day, if you're going to not put an undefeated Florida State in there, there's really no point of playing this game and call it a real national championship because it's not legitimate. I, if, you're going, if you're not basing on full body of work, then, then don't, call it, don't call it a national championship. It's, okay. it's a selected champion. So it's easy for me to use 2020 hindsight and say, I don't like it that they spread the wealth and said, well, let's award the Big 12 a berth just because they're the Big 12. And yet... I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because my Sooners have been awarded that kind of a berth before when they probably didn't deserve it. And what happened so, to them? When they got smoked. Exactly. By Alabama so and Ella, especially don't LSU. Put teams in yeah. Yeah. that is not good. That we is just true. watch TCU play Georgia. Even though they thumped Michigan, we watched them play Georgia. Yeah. And we went so home how does that mean they don't in the de- first deserve. quarter. 
Because it. How did, but how does that? How does that it's not, not mean that they, 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 no, they no one ever Michigan. said. No one ever said that Florida State does not deserve to be in. No one ever said that TCU didn't deserve to be in. Yeah. However, when they are looking at this, as Skip said, they do not want to just put teams in that's getting ready to get run shop on. Mm-hmm. They're just not. That's the reality of it, Richard. Whether you want to accept it or not, they're just not going to do that. It it it, it, it just. Kills the kills the integrity of whatever you're trying well, to do. Well, you don't have process. to worry about it after this year anyway, because it opens up next year to 12 teams. Okay, last thought, Richard. To your point, I think a whole lot of people out there are on your side about this, so I do appreciate your position on this, even though appreciate we both you. disagree. All right, now we got to get to the National Football League because the 49ers, predictably, crushed the Eagles, which means dot dot oh, dot. Here we go. Uh, Here we go! Here we go! Hey folks, it's your man Keyshawn Johnson here to talk about Angie. Formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services. Marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project big or small as a homeowner myself i always have things i want to work on for my house whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool with over 200,000 pros in their network angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Okay, I said all week. The 49ers were, and I use this word, significantly better than the Eagles and would win easily. I also stand by what I've said from the start of the season. The Cowboys are better than the Eagles, as they will prove next Sunday night at Jerry World and be tied with the Eagles at 10-3. and As I've said again and again on this show, the Eagles' defense is way overrated. It's now 24th in points allowed. Yesterday in Philly, in just the second through the fourth quarters, the 49ers rolled up 462 yards just in the last three quarters, scored touchdowns on six straight possessions, and won 42 to 19. So, Keyshawn, you did, you did pick the Eagles in this game. Indeed. What did you see on Sunday? Well, I saw a loss just like you. Skip. Okay, what but kind outside, of a loss? But outside of that, one, let's start with Philadelphia. When you inside against this type of team in the red zone, you can't come away with three. Three and three. You've got to yep. score. Yep. Okay, because if you are kicking field goals and it's six to nothing, guess what we're thinking on sideline? We're up by one. 
Because <laughs> all we got to do is go down and score, kick a field goal. It's 7-6. That's exactly immediately right. happened. Immediately yep. happened. Mm -hmm, it did. So they was behind the sticks to begin with. Mm -hmm. Then once they got Brock Purdy, which if I had an MVP vote right now, I'd probably have to put his name in it. I have to check that box. Okay. I, he just, I mean, that's just what it is. Brock Purdy played extremely well. Philadelphia You're Eagles. talking about MVP of the NFL. Mm -hmm. MVP like, of okay. the NFL. Because right. you didn't even have him in your if you, top If you asked me five this five, week. six weeks ago, I'd be like, no, oh, heck no. Man. But based on the way that he played in this particular game, although he got help from Debo Samuel on the shallow Did cross, he? out the gate, 47-yard touchdown, well, nobody wanted to tackle Debo in the second, third wave. Nobody so when you look at that, that, he certainly brought something to the table for Brock Purdy. But Brock Purdy, flawless in the game. He ran the ball through the ball. I mean, it just was a different situation. They got after the Philadelphia Eagles, no question about it, on the defensive side of the ball. They slowed down Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts threw the ball 45 times, something I don't want to see. They did not run the ball worth a sniff. Why that is, I have no idea. Is it because Johnson, the offensive coordinator, elected that maybe their secondary is more vulnerable than their front seven? Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're going to try and throw the football, mm -hmm. although we, when they pin their ears back because they're up. San Francisco is a get-up team, play from ahead and not from behind. Behind is not six to nothing. Behind is down <laughs> double digits. Fair I enough. think we've been talking yeah. about that all year long. Yep. Philadelphia just didn't play well. Mm -hmm. I understand the way you and Michael may feel about this situation because the 49ers went into Philadelphia, something that the Cowboys were not able to do, mm -hmm. and they hung 42 on them just like they did to the Cowboys. So you're looking at this as, oh, my God, oh, we got a chance to win the division. You may have a chance to win the division. It's going to come up next week. We'll see. Let's, we'll get there. But as of right now, okay. Philadelphia needs to make some adjustments on the defensive side of the ball. They've got to figure out how to slow people down, how, how to stop the bend-don't all of a sudden you break because they were playing bend-don't-break, give you all the way down into the red zone, then clamp down, come and get you, force you to kick field goals. That didn't happen yesterday against the 49ers. Mm. You win, I lose. That's all I can say. You win, I lose. Yay. <laughs> What, what, what? Oh, you I mean think you're taking it much you're harder than you're dinner. indicating. No, I say you win, I lose. I pick Philadelphia to beat the San Francisco 49ers. I think we had Mostly, yeah. I, I literally that? just said, you win, I lose. And I pick Philadelphia with my heart you versus did. my head I because you I can't stand you. I got it. <laughs> Thank you. I can't. Thank you. I just can't. Confession. I don't have a problem. I'm guilty. I'm, but I and I am picking Philadelphia next week to go into Dallas Are you and really? rebound. Again? Absolutely, you yes, haven't learned your lesson. No, nope, I haven't learned. I'm hard hit it. <laughs> well, I, listen now. I, I, I see you on Philly side. I see a different thing here. You know, because I, I, I was I sat here last last week and I was like, mm, this I love this team. There's no way you're going to beat this team. That's why and I even you gave said you you've never been more torn. More torn yeah, because yeah. I love I, I, let me let me fix that. I love the heart that I saw in this team. I love the drive that I saw with this team. The determination to win a champ a win a championship and get back to the Super Bowl and, and and that's still there. Key, when I looked at this game, going into this game, I was so vexed by it because I knew I saw that heart but I also knew what they've gone through. I told you about winning games like that emotionally and how hard it is to rebound from it emotionally. Then as I prepare for my other show, I'm seeing everything. They played 95 plays the week before. So I'm saying I believe Philly was, was, was a little tired. So that's not a true barometer of where Philly is. 
and, 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 and I, I believe if they see them again, they, Philly will play them better because coming off what Philly was coming off of and they're playing 95 snaps against the Bills while the 49ers are resting for 10 days and then they come in and here's the kicker. They come in at their best. Why were they at their best? It's because of what I told y'all. The 49ers got back the heart and soul of their football team, which is that dude right there. That dude right there, right there, right there. Huh. You can throw all the balls you want to Brandon Ayoub. You can, are you? You can hand all the balls you want to Christian McCaffrey, and, and, and it'll look one way. When Debo Samuel come in this football game, and he's healthy, and they put him in the mix like they did yesterday, I was happy to see. Ooh, we hit him. You cut him. Philly, they bleed. They're human. But then I said to myself, Debo Samuel makes San Fran looks inhuman, you know, and we got to go through both of them. So happy that by the time Philly comes to Dallas, you'll have a chance at first place, Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. But also, also, boy, you're going to have to deal with that San Francisco 49ers team sooner or later. So I was bouncing back and forth. I, I, I think Philly... I, I got I to put a lot on what they had gone through getting, going up to that game. I got to give San Fran all the credit in the world. They had to. They had to win that game. That's why I finally came down to the determining factor that I got to pick the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers because they had to win that game to prove to themselves that what happened in the championship game was not really them. Mm. Okay, so you give Dallas – maybe a little better shot against Philadelphia, but you give Dallas a worse shot against San Francisco no. if it comes well, to that well, in the postseason. Let, let me tell you why, let me tell you why I get Dallas a better shot. Right, right, but, right. but, but, but what, what I saw with uh, San Fran, San Fran had too many plans of attack for the Eagles' defense. Early on, the Eagles had them in check, but then they just started opening up that offense too many. Now, what is Dallas? Dallas right now have so many plans of ways of attacking you right now with Brandon Cooks playing the way he is, the running game coming. So I took that and extrapolated and said, hmm, we can do this too. We can put up 42 points like the 49ers. Mm. Okay. Oh, because Against you Philly. Because you was gathering information. As, gathering information. Hey, but I'm so glad. Boy, class is in session. And you gathered information too yesterday. We all did. Okay. So I'm going to say it again. The Eagles' defense is gettable, it yes. is torchable, and it's going to find that out again even with a little more rest going into next Sunday night because it's the night game at Jerry World. The Dallas Cowboys will go up and down the field against that defense. They actually went up and down the field in the fourth quarter at Philadelphia because Dak threw for 173 yards in the fourth quarter alone. Mm -hmm while Jalen threw for a grand total of three yards just in the fourth quarter. But they won because I kept saying it, it's like they're on borrowed time. They luck out. They, they Dak step just barely out of bounds on a two-point try, or we might be having a different conversation. Schoonmaker, the rookie from Michigan, he, his knee comes down one inch short of the goal line, or we'd have a different conversation. They were on borrowed time for four straight weeks, and yesterday – they just got smashed by the team that was out of their league. The 49ers just outclassed them in every way, shape, and form, to Keyshawn's point, after the first quarter in which they could not cash twice. Maybe if they'd cashed twice and it was 14 to nothing, 
Maybe they could make that stand up, but I doubt it because the 49ers are just way better than them across the board. And the tone got set by Debo, your man Debo. After the championship game last year, he went on a podcast and he called Bradbury trash. And when he was asked this week, do you stand by what you said? He said, yes, I do. I said it and I meant it. And he would not back off it. And I think he proved it yesterday. Maybe he wrote himself a check. He had to cash. But there was that. Yeah. Okay. so there was an early third quarter incident. We're going to dive more deeply into it a little later in the show. But this Dom DeSandro, the head of security for the Eagles, steps onto the field and gets into it with Dre Greenlaw, who'd already been flagged for 15 yards for unnecessary roughness because he body slammed Devontae Smith. And it was one of those incidents that got Dre Greenlaw tossed out of the game along with this Dom. He gets tossed also, but he doesn't play football, so Mm -hmm. it didn't really matter. And I'm thinking, okay, oh God, is this going to be the oh moment right, where, where they suddenly just are are ignited by it? Because the crowd went crazy. Dom's a cult hero there. And what happened? Debo immediately happened. He's like, it did no, ignite I, I got this. Remember, no. they drove right down yeah. and scored, so yeah. it did ignite them. Yeah. But Debo put out that he fire. He put out that fire immediately because... You want to talk about a force of nature. <laughs> I, I, I've never seen anything like it. I, for the first time I saw it up close and personal was against Dallas and right. two years ago in the playoff game when we just couldn't deal with him. You can toss it to him. You can reverse him. <laughs> you can flip it to him on little slants. And nobody, to your point, Michael, nobody wants to tackle him. Grown so, men look like kids on a playground. Yeah. They, that's he, they're they're just, afraid of him. They, they were afraid of him yesterday. So, again... I don't know how the Eagles can fix their defense on the fly. And for the first time after the game, I disagreed with Jalen Hurts because he wouldn't give San Francisco any credit. He said it wasn't about San Francisco. He said it was about us because we did not play to the standard, he said, meaning the Philadelphia standard. Okay. Okay. Well, I disagree with that because you could have played to whatever standard you wanted to and you're you're going to get blown off the field because you're just not as good as they are. Think about it, though, Skip. Just think about it for a minute. There's a difference, as I said to you before. When you're down 14-0 versus 6-0, there's a huge difference because all of a sudden, psychologically, both defensively and offensively, you're calling things different. Now Shanahan is going to something that says, we're behind. I got to call it this way. Opposed right, to right, right. calling it as if we're up by one. That, that's, that's the difference on the sideline with play callers. And they didn't cash in to Jalen Hurts' point. It's not because San Francisco. It's because we didn't do our job. You know, when you go look at the all 22 and they miss a tackle here, they miss a block there. They be, they're looking at They said, if we'd have just did this, if we'd have did that, this would have been the outcome. Hats off to San Francisco. You can't take anything away from them. But I certainly understand, Skip, exactly what Jalen is saying. Yeah, me too. From that standpoint, when he said we didn't play the standard, I, I, I can narrow this. I can narrow this a little bit more here. I'm talking about Jalen and, and, and AB11 because Ward put it on AB11 down near that end yeah. zone that I thought was a difference. When you got down in the red yeah. zone, this was your issue. This was your issue. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand as big as AB is, why is he letting him to keep push him all the way out of bounds like that? It blows my mind. You got to be in that. That's what I take 
that Jalen Hurts is talking about right here. Because you, 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 you're, it's called it's called patience, as you know. Yes, he was not patient at the line of scrimmage. Right. He's just running out there, right? Instead but, but, of just being patient and setting the dude up, if he sets him up and he's patient, he'll get an opportunity to score. But when you are right. impatient, right. first thing you think, I gotta get the ball, get the ball, because the go. other guy on the other side is number 19, or the other guy on the other side is number 88 from the Cowboys, and I'm watching him go to work, and I become impatient, and everything that I was trained to do. By having patience to get open as a receiver, right. I lose that focus right. in that in this type of game. That's why you have to remain patient. When other people are getting mm -hmm. theirs on the other side, you got to remain patient. You cannot just run out there. Because now what you do is, you know, Michael, you close that line of scrimmage gap to the sidelines where you got a yard opposed to having four yards mm -hmm. for Jalen to throw the ball. I know exactly, without even seeing the video, right. I know exactly which route you're talking about. Because I right. said... The first thing I what said is, doing? why are we allowed? Well, what are you I didn't say it exactly like that, but I right. said some right. other stuff right. to go along with it as I was watching it. What and, are you doing? Right. And I take the patience. I take the patience. But also, I need you to be patient and then go at him. Yes. See, so what I'm saying is, what are you tired and don't, and don't want this work right here? I don't want this smoke? Because I, I'm not letting him push me to that little sideline that you're talking about, Key. I'm running, I'm gonna be patient, patient, then I'm running right up on him, and then the ball fades me out. You run right on boot, and you let the ball fade you away from it. That technique was not the standard. That's what Jalen is talking about. When you expect him to win these games, one-on-one -on -one competition, I, I would have said they could have tush pushed a couple times and got in the end zone, but they didn't. They said, we're going our best guy. And they took an opportunity at him, and he has to come he, up. He still caught a four buck. A four. I, I know what he called. I know what he called. But you already said it. Yeah. I, it was this area. You can catch up and down that football field. I need you to do this right here in this area, and Philly would could have had a different outcome. Is all I'm saying. Okay. My question is: When have the Eagles ever played to any standard on the other side of the ball? Again, 24th in points allowed. They are now the worst third down defense in all of football. The word, they're 32nd and last. In, in takeaways, they have only 14 on defense, 14 defensive takeaways, which ranks 23rd. It's just not good enough. Yeah, no, Keyshawn, you're right. you no, won't. You're right, you're right Skip, okay. because if you go back and you think about, the, I think it was fourth and one, and Debo Samuel ran an under route, or yeah. maybe it was a slant, I don't remember, fourth and one, but they were on San Francisco's own 38-yard line or something like that. And they went for it and got it. I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to go the way Philadelphia wants it to go at all today. Okay, but all I hear about is Hassan Reddick, who's had his moments against our Cowboys. And all I hear about is Jalen Carter, who had a couple of moments yesterday, but only a couple. The totality er, 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 of their defense, on. their unit, is so torchable. Yeah. And nobody seems to recognize it or plug into it. And yet the spread on Sunday night's game at Dallas is Dallas only by three points. So – the oddsmakers are still giving Philly a whole lot of respect. Yeah, Too and, much respect. Right, and because they know they played 95 snaps. Or, give it, or, 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 or not respecting Dallas. You could argue. Well, you could argue. Because well, I've seen something well. out of Vegas that does not have the Cowboys in the top five to go to the Super Bowl. Huh. Uh, uh, listen, okay. uh, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Okay. I think you might have seen the same thing I, I've seen. I have seen it. Yeah, but, which but, is weird to me, but. Okay, you, know. you, you are still picking Philadelphia. Yeah, and I guess, I is it with your heart or your head this time? A little bit of both. A little yeah, bit of both. And, and, and I'm trying to help him. But let me tell you something. 
help you. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to help you because I, really, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put Philly down as much as others are for losing this game because I, I saw early on what a fresh Philly could do too. Now that first quarter. Philly was a little bit better, and they were fresh. And what they were doing on that defensive line, they were attacking, attacking. See, if ever you're sitting back against this kind of offense, I remember when Charles Haley came over to Dallas. That's the one from thing From San Francisco. Charles Haley from San Francisco came over. He used to tell us, you got to attack that offensive line. You can't let them get in all those movements they're doing in the angles. In that first quarter, you saw them attacking. Philly was breaking. San Fran had nothing. Yep. Philly was breaking. And then they got tired. I, I imagine those big guys got tired. And then I, I, I text my producer. I said, man, they're starting to get the edges. Once they get those edges, it's over. You're going to see all these reverses and jet sweeps, and you can't stop none of it because you don't know where it's coming Skip. from. And you get caught up in the eye gate of it. But Philly early on matched up well with San Francisco and was stopping that offense. Skip, how does this help the Dallas Cowboys? Because – I just told you how it helped the Dallas no, Cowboys. No, I'm asking Skip. I didn't ask you. I asked Skip. But it's the same team. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. I'm asking Skip. <laughs> how does this help the Dallas Cowboys? Because San Francisco put 42 on both. Mm -hmm. That means that they beat both. You're going to have to go to San Francisco, mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Well, you don't know that for a I, fact. I, that's why I said I'm assuming. I'm just thinking, well, the way San Francisco's played the last three games, mm -hmm. That they're probably going to be the number one seed, potentially, if Maybe. Philadelphia may hold on, but who knows. Yep. But you may have to go to San Francisco to play them because okay. it won't be in Jerry's world. Okay. H how is this going to help y'all? I can't wait. I've told you before, I, I, I would relish a third times the playoff charm opportunity to go back to San Francisco where we were last year at the end of the year. Go look at the numbers from that game. It was 19 to 12. We held them to 19 points, not 42, 19 in a playoff game. And my quarterback did not play very well. He threw it to them twice, and we had three turnovers, and we couldn't dig out of that hole. 19 to 12. I believe we can reverse that score. I believe we can go out there and beat them because we have reverse taken the off. score 19, 42 for y'all, 19 yeah. for them? Yeah, I believe. Well, oh, I just man, think I, I, I got to get. Come on, Skip, take no. us the break, man. No. Come on. I'm you, ready. You, I am ready. I, I nope. tried to give you an opportunity to be smart. My team has taken off. <laughs> I, I tried right to give you an opportunity. We are up from the ashes of 42 to 10. Tell me there's not a hotter quarterback and a hotter team in pro football than Dallas. We just is saw right him now. play last night. Yeah. Or yesterday. Okay. The dude Brock Purdy. Yeah. The we team just saw him. That lost three in a row. I don't know how bad That was that. seven weeks ago, okay. Skip. This was ten weeks ago, was forty-two to ten. Okay, up next, we gotta talk about the game last night. Jordan Love outplayed Patrick Mahomes last mm. night, but then did the Chiefs get robbed? We debate next. No Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Now it is your turn. This is Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go with the first tweet from Coach Edwards, who says, Skip and Playmaker, after watching the 49ers <laughs> stomp on the Eagles. Yeah, we were Dr. Evil. We were happy. We were laughing. We'll be laughing yeah, I mean, Sunday it's like night. When your, your bully gets bull- bullied, and then you're like, oh, he's not going to bully me no more. No, they still bully you. <laughs> That's funny, sure. Right All right, second tweet. Uncle Rico says, listening to how Richard Sherman feels about my Seminoles not getting in the college football playoffs. That's Young yeah. Rock there. Clap. Yep. It grinds I, I my a whole gears. lot of people are with Richard on this. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, me Even too. Even though he's wrong, but that's okay. Me too, Rich. Yeah. I'm with uh, you on yeah, that. Yeah, Michael's also with that's you. That's ridiculous. And finally from Play Gerb, maker. as in David James, how Skip pulled up when he saw Texas made the playoffs. Yeah, I was hating. <laughs> I, I, I was hating. I, I was. Hey. I, I, I got this suit. You got, got that, that suit. suit. <laughs> you got that suit? Wear it. I got that suit. Wear it. Wear it on the show. That suit. Okay. <laughs> I, I admit it. I hate Texas. I, I I bleed crimson, and I despise burnt orange since I was a little kid. Okay. Let's get back to the National Football League because there was a wild finish at Lambeau last night featuring three controversial calls in the Chiefs' final drive with the chance to send it to overtime with a touchdown and two-point conversion. But Green Bay won 27-19 as Jordan Love outplayed Mahomes by throwing three touchdown passes without an interception to Mahomes, one touchdown and one fourth quarter interception. Here come the Packers. There go the Chiefs. But Richard, did the Chiefs get robbed? I mean, the same thing that can make you laugh, Skip. It can make you cry. Yep. Um, I don't think they got robbed. I, I think at the end of the day, they didn't play well enough to win the ball game. They, their players would tell you that. Their coaches would tell you that. I mean, and that's the truth of the ball game. Sure, there's a few calls at the end. The pass interference was probably pass interference. The unnecessary roughness wasn't unnecessary roughness. So, I mean, but the refs have been terrible all season. So, yeah, that's the expectation now. I mean, it, it, it's like the three blind mice throwing darts against the board sometimes when they're out there. You're not going to get consistency. You're not going to get... Uh, that's an obvious bad call, but they're, they're probably thinking, well, we just saw Valdez Scantling drop the ball last week. He probably wasn't catching it anyway. So, so I mean, at the end of the day, the Chiefs know they didn't play well enough to b- win this ball game offensively. Their defense that has been the strength of their team this year didn't play well enough to get this win. So, I mean, no, they didn't get robbed. Mm. I, I understand, Sharon, when you said he didn't get robbed now, but, but we can't have the ref making decisions on one end, and, and, and nor can we have those dudes that's wearing suits in a, in a room making decisions on the other hand. Yep. We want the players on the field to make the decisions on the field about who should, who's winning the game and who's moving forward and get a chance to play in those championships. So, so I say, you know what, as a receiver, and, and, and yes, maybe it is, I'll call it pass interference, but it, 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 they didn't get lost or get job because I don't know what Kansas City Chiefs are right now. Yeah. You don't know. So we, we, we want to assume, oh, you get that pass interference right there, you win the game. But you, you, you're, you're attaching that to what you've seen years and years and years with the Chiefs. You're not attaching it to what you see right now with the Chiefs. So I'm not going so far and take all of the credit away from Jordan Love 
in the Green Bay Packers by saying that one play that the ref right there, that would have all that hard work they did is out the window. Mm. No, no, no. And now we're realizing the real facts of the reality. You know, just like I want Scandal to get that opportunity. I have to be, because I'm a wide receiver. You can't just keep getting rid of us, guys like this, guys with real talent, and think you will keep fitting anybody in, and you're going to stay on the top of the mountain. Mm. That's all. I'm just saying, I'm sad to see the Chiefs look like they look, because mm. I saw what they looked like before. I like having greatness. I like having dominance and something to chase, something to say, wow, that's different. Okay. That's one of and to your point, yeah, I, I like having that. So I, I don't feel they got job at all. I ain't, there's no telling what they could have done if they had gotten that PI. Okay, Michael. Before we break down each of these controversial calls, to your bigger picture point, I thought last night for the first time, and, and maybe this has been escalating all year, that they just they missed Tyreek. They don't have Tyreek. They got away with it last year because Juju Smith Schuster came in and, and filled part of the role for them. I, I give it up. They went and won the Super Bowl without Tyreek. But this year, they look a little lost without Tyreek, maybe because Kelsey gets a little beat up and he's not quite as um, hard to, to find. A couple times last night, he was just wide open, but he ended up just catching four balls for 81 yards. So he didn't kill I can't, so put, this kill Kelsey. Him. I can't yeah. put it on no. Kelsey. When, 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 when they know you are the only thing yeah. that they have to worry about, you're thing. going to get beat up. I said that before. He's going to have one of the longest seasons he's ever had before because that's the only focus. Okay. All right. Now, back to these calls and to Richard's point. I, I was just ashamed for the officials last night because – it went from bad to worst because the first play is the Mahomes scramble play. He's obviously a ball carrier. He's trying to get an extra yard. He's not going to slide. He's, he's going to run as far as he can run before he goes out of bounds. And he gets hit like football players hit football players, and they throw a flag because he's the quarterback. And some referee just panicked and thought, you can't hit a quarterback. Yeah, you can. If, if he gives himself up as a runner, as a ball carrier, why can't you hit him on the sideline? And especially at that marker. Yeah. You either got to go out of bounds right okay. here or I, because you got to protect that marker right okay. here. Okay. You got to protect the marker. Right. So I thought they completely missed that call. And then can you argue the next one was a makeup call? I don't know. I just thought this was a gag job by whichever back judge or, uh, I mean, uh, downfield judge uh, referee did this. Look. If, if Mahomes gets... No, this one. Yeah, this one. It's just yeah. outrageous pass interference. And, now... Well, okay. he's looking back, too, now. Okay. Not, not, no, but he, he's running up his back. But the whole idea, like they always say, Sherm, this is your job here. This is what you do. They always say, as long as the DB's looking back, then it, it, it's like he has a right to go for that ball, too. Yeah. You see what... It, right. You know what I mean? So that's why... That's why with that one... I, it takes me back to 94 all the time. I'm going to tell you something. I think about the play every day. Every, the 94 play with Deion Sanders, I say to myself, Michael, that's on you. I should have gone up at that ball, you know, turned myself, so it, turned myself to catch the ball front ways, and I thought it would declare the pass interference. I thought here. By the way, he Deion got away also. with arm barring you. Arm barring me. Yeah. Right, arm barring You couldn't get your but, arm up. Right, and I couldn't get my arm up, but I thought the whole while if I had turned and caught it. Eat right here because we know what has happened. You're not totally confident in yourself because you've already been here. I, I, felt, I right. felt the same thing. If he attacks that ball 
it's more it's more clear more clear that maybe it's pi but the, the db had a chance and, to go get the football too and, and to your point Irv, it, it's no guarantee y'all win that game y'all down eight y'all down eight y'all haven't played well the whole game y'all right. only had 19 points to this point right. you need a touchdown and you need to you need just to. To tie just to tie just to give yourself a chance so. all right it, so it's, look at this play one more time but the old Kansas city yeah. chiefs would have done all of that but they're yeah, not that, right. and that's, what's okay. everybody, that's what everybody has an issue All right. with. If Mahomes had thrown this pass three or four yards farther, Scantling, Valdez Scantling had right. a step. Right. Is it right. possible he just runs through it and does what he didn't do at Kansas City against the Eagles? Is it, is it possible he just runs through it and catches it for a touchdown? It's possible because he had to slow up, which almost always causes some kind of catch-up pass interference because you just run up on the receiver's back. Right, but if he's not looking back, then you automatically call it. But yeah. if he's looking back, you can say he's running for the ball. See, the reason yeah. they say you have to look up, that means I'm not targeting the, the wide receiver. I'm looking for the football. And if we clash going for the football, right. that's a difference. Yeah, all right. Now let's go to the Hail Mary throw. It, it wasn't clear to me on the first replay, but on the back angle replay, Kelsey gets shoved in the back, and it does push him out of the play. But Richard... How do you how do you play Hail Marys? Is it just anything goes? Is it just all bets? Oh, anything off? goes in Hail Mary. I mean, yeah. you can't tackle anybody, but pushing and shoving is what they're gonna allow you to get away with. Like, okay. They'll well, allow receivers to get away with it, DBs to get away with it. They're not calling a pass interference on a Hail Mary unless you blatantly tackle somebody to the ground. Okay, right. w Richard, would you push and shove in those situations? Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. Game on the okay. line. I'm, I'm doing what's necessary to get that ball on the ground. Um, and that's what everybody's doing. Everybody's moving and pushing and shoving. And everybody's looking for the football. Back to what I just told you. See, that's why they're not going to call this. Everybody's looking for the football. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're just only pushing you. As long as they're looking up, everybody has a right to go and get the football. That's not going to get called. Yeah. The, the classic one for me was the throw that Brady made at the end of the Philadelphia Super Bowl when they lost, what was it, 40 to 33? And he, he threw a Hail Mary to Gronk in the end zone, and they just, they're all over Gronk. They're just pushing and shoving him. They're, they're basically yanking on him because you can, and nobody's ever right. going to call that. Okay, so in the end, was, was Kansas City technically robbed? Yeah, you, you can make a case because they would have it first and goal at the five-yard line, but now to Richard's point, can you, A, get it in the end zone, and A, get it in the end zone again on the two-point try because they had just tried one to Pacheco. It was a weird play because they handed it to him, let him try to break it wide, and it just got stuffed. So I, I don't know. It's not a done deal. It's not a guarantee anymore with this team because this team is really struggling on offense, which I did not see coming. Which is a bad right. thing. I mean, you, got, you need the players to make it work. You need, you need talent. You need speed of re receiver. And you need reliable catchers. Every, every week you, you try to depend on somebody else. Whether it's Watson or now it's Rashi Rice or then yeah. it's Valdez Scantling, yeah. or, you know, and none of them are real true guys that you can depend on week in and week out. That's the value of a true number one receiver. All right, Jordan Love to me, by the week, go, looks more and more like let's a franchise here. quarterback. He just looks right. like he's a keeper let's and a winner, here. and I love the way he plays in fourth quarters. He makes thought he took a late sack that he shouldn't have, but he's. This is first year starting. I, I think he's playing at a higher and higher level. You seeing it, Michael? Yeah, and he is and, and growing quickly and everything, getting, get, getting in a situation. And I told you guys here now, 
That relationship with him and that watching kid right now, it is growing and it is getting somewhere. I mean, this is going to be for a long time, for a long time. Yeah. One of those great combinations. Yeah. Green Bay, I, 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 you, you, you found your next quarterback. And I, I mean, that's just an amazing thing when you think about it, Green Bay. They were going to go from Brett Favre yeah. to Aaron Rodgers to yeah. this young kid who looks pretty good right now. Outplaying Patrick Mahomes yesterday. He's he since week seven. Since week seven, he's only second to my guy, Dak Prescott, in wow. touchdown passes okay. right now. So wow. he is playing out of his head. We keep looking at young guys like this and saying, oh, okay, does he deserve to stay? Is he earning the right for the team to continue to fight good for him? Yeah. And I'm saying absolutely he's earned that right. And, he's playing good. And by the way, they've playing won well. three straight games, no Zaire Alexander right. on defense and no Aaron Jones on offense. Let them get healthy and let's see what they look like. Yep. Yeah. Rashawn Gary we, looks legitimate and he's playing like one of the best in the league right now. Too. There you go. Yeah. But that Chiefs defense did look, I, that surprised me too, the way they were running right over that Chiefs defense. Ooh. We talked about that. They and saying they got injury. they got a chance because yeah. they got the defense. Yeah. They got a chance, they got defense. Nope. Not that I, I didn't see that yesterday. All right. In a moment, we're about to take a left turn into the NBA and what happened Saturday night. We're about to debate what Ime Udoka called LeBron James. Whoa. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Man, Rockets coach Ime Udoka unloaded on LeBron during the fourth quarter of Saturday night's game here in L.A. with the Lakers leading 93-77. to Udoka told LeBron to quit crying, called him soft, and pretty much called LeBron a fake tough guy. It started when Udoka said to LeBron, quit crying like bitches, man. LeBron responded by repeatedly telling Udoka to quit using the B word so loosely, quote unquote, and that we're all grown men out here. LeBron told Udoka that bitch word ain't cool. Then Udoka, with a referee listening in, call LeBron soft with some harsh language and added, stop bitching, acting like you're going to do something. 
That was it. Referee JT Orr called a tech on Udoka, ejected him because that was his second of the game. Orr also gave LeBron a tech. Then after the Lakers won by 10, Udoka told the media to kind of get punked by a team that's not known for physicality or punking people is not a good sign. Keyshawn Johnson, longtime Laker fan that you are, you and Richard both, what, what do you make mm. of all this? Well, you go look, there's always confrontation on sidelines with coaches and players back and forth and trash talk that goes on. Um, I, I would like to have heard the full uh, uh, conversation, the back of I would I wanted to hear. As far as them tossing one another out for foul language, I mean, the referees heard worse than that, I'm sure. So I don't know right. if that was all that was, I don't know, displayed to us in a post-game press conference. We didn't get it all. I wish we could have got it all. I, um, I think it's pretty much out there yeah, if you want to yeah, go yeah, on the internet. But, but, yeah, but yeah. you yeah. don't you get it. the full conversation. It's the the, the, the footage know. that I got, I can barely hear. Well, it requires some lip reading on email. Yeah, I'm parts. not I'm yeah. not a professional lip reader, yeah. so to speak, Skip. But I would have liked to have heard the full context of the conversation, just everything, because you it, it, people have exchanges. So to toss two dudes, I understand maybe you give them technicals in, in Udoka's second technical, yeah. so he gets tossed. But to toss them is just so it's just a okay. little weird to me. Now, Eme says that the Lakers are not known as a tough team. We all have said there's some there's not like an enforcer on the Lakers squad. That guy was Patrick Beverly to a degree, and even Westbrook to a degree when he was there. That that had that you know I don't know that that tough guy type mentality. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to be a winner to to be you know to be a fake tough guy. You, <laughs> what do we need that we want? Authentic. And I think in this, this situation, is, Richard, we get authentic mm -hmm. versus somebody trying to act like they tough. Mm. As long as right. you don't, I guess, approach it in a way that would make you feel threatened, then everything is fine. It's just back and forward. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Right. I, I, I mean, the big deal for me is, is the disrespect. And, you, and you're not out there. And so that's the part that gets me. He's sitting there acting like he's tough. You ain't tough. You ain't tough. You standing know. on that sideline under the protection of these referees in this stadium and these cameras. So you sitting, you could say, don't walk over here like you tough, calling the B word, calling soft. But in a dark alley, when it's just y'all two, are you approaching with the same energy? Not I would saying say James is going to get. I would say Udoka is going to approach you with the same energy. Yes. Just so I, 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 I would I say know. he is. I don't know. No, I'm this telling is, you. This, uh, I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I would you. say I, I, he would. I, I, okay. I, I hear y'all. I hear y'all. I believe me. I hear y'all. But I'm sure Udoka has played LeBron James because he's been. Yes. LeBron James has been in the league long enough to play. Were you approaching it with that same energy? Because if you were, he was probably punishing you. And so maybe Possible. that's a little yeah. bit of jealousy. Maybe. I don't like I don't like you coming with this energy like you somebody. You ain't nobody. You don't got no bars in this league. You ain't got no championships. You ain't got no championships. So when you're talking to a player and you're talking like that, like I couldn't imagine a coach talking to me like that in football because when players talk to you like that in football, that's the cool thing about this game. You talk like this in football – you're going to have to physically show me that you mean what you say. This is a physical sport. This is a combat sport. If I call you the B word, you get a chance to prove you not. Mm. 
In this, in this instance, you calling him soft, you calling this, he beating your team. This is a finesse game. You're yep. not in boxing, you're not in football, you're not in hockey. Like, shut up. Okay. <laughs> All fair points, Richard. I buy where you're heading with that. But you have to understand, when Ime did play, he wasn't a great player, he wasn't even a very good player, but he was an enforcer. Yeah. He's not as big as LeBron because he goes about 6'6", six, six, maybe 225-ish, 230. What's LeBron? 6'9", 260. But, but he's a scrapper. Trust me. Yeah, he was a scrapper. He's a scrapper. In games that he played against LeBron, he was 2-6 and six in his playing career. But he was the right hand of God the Father Almighty, Pop, Coach Pop, with the Spurs, my Spurs, during those two finals that he coached against LeBron. So he knows LeBron inside and out, and obviously he continues coaching against him now as the head coach in Boston and now in Houston. The point is that he does not have high respect for LeBron's toughness, his physical toughness, his his sort of mental toughness under fire. And to me, to Richard's point, the, the three of us go back and forth and back and forth about Michael Jordan versus LeBron James and the GOAT debate. This is another reason why I, I can't even begin to acknowledge LeBron as being in the same conversation with Michael Jordan because, trust me, back in the day, no coach would have ever dared to speak to LeBron's face during a game like Ime did. You because mean Michael's face. To, I'm sorry, to, no, to, yeah, to Michael's face, yeah, yes. You, you mean, you yeah, mean. I mean, I'm sorry, to Michael's face like this because you, 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 all hell would be unleashed on you because he might score 100 points on you. And if he didn't do it in that game, he'd score 200 the next game and 300 the next game because you just didn't mess with him because hell hath no fury like Michael Jordan unleashed on you. So the point was that, I was shocked by it, but not surprised in the end because that's how Ime feels about LeBron James. That's the way a number of people feel, but Ime, at age 46, still has some player left in him, maybe to a fault, to Richard's point, because he doesn't play. But, but he's like basically saying, if you want to go right now, let's go right now. And if you, if you want to meet me in the dark alley after the game, I'll be there. And this is just me. If that ever ensued, not that I'm – Wishing for it or, you know, encouraging don't, it. Don't hey, even go there. Hey, well, I'm just saying my money would be I, on Ime. I'm taking Eme. LeBron. I'm don't taking Ime. I'm hey, taking hey, I'm not going to take an out-of-shape coach <clears throat> over a fit athlete. Are you crazy? Ime looks in pretty look, good shape to me. That's just look, me. Look, he looks look, like skip, a retired skip. player, man. No, is what he looks skip. like. This I like but, but, but I just, I, I hear you, Skip, but he did play against him. Like, it, 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 you, you're talking about a dude with very little to lose. You know what I mean? Like, that's sure. why you're sitting there like, LeBron, you're walking over here like you're going to... No, he can't do nothing. It's LeBron James. <laughs> it's King James. Anything he does for you is, is a sully of his reputation. It's going to be a headline. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. You just talking to him like this makes news. So, yeah, he gonna, you protect it because he's going to walk over there and regardless. Like, he got nothing to win in any kind of fight, any kind of confrontation. Anything he walks into is a lose-lose situation. So, yeah, you can sit there and talk to him. He walked up respectful. It looked like LeBron walked up respectful. He did. Hey, no, he was trying to tell him nicely. Hey, don't use that word. We grown men. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to disrespect you. Don't disrespect me because I'm not out here disrespecting your players. I'm not calling them that. We playing a game. I thought it was a, a travel. I'm going to say it's a travel. Like, when you call stuff, do I, do I say, hey, stop beat, stop beat. 
Like, I, you know what I mean? But when you start a fake tough, I hate the fake tough stuff in sports because ain't nobody fighting out here. Ain't nobody fight, no. fighting out here. You're not out here to fight. This is a basketball game. So shut up and coach basketball. Yeah, I, I don't know that E-May was trying to be fake tough, Richard. I don't, I don't think that that was the case, nor do I think he was trying to antagonize LeBron to physically have a physical confrontation. That, you got to remember, much like Skip just said, maybe he is in the, I used to play and I'm not that far removed yeah, from being on the court. Yeah. So it's still kind of in my DNA to approach it a certain way. I don't think LeBron wanted to fight, and I don't think E-May wanted to fight, just because key, that's just key, they're key. grown you men. You throw that B word out there. You throw yeah, that B they, word out there too many, many times. You know how many dudes <laughs> on the court go back and forth calling each other names? Worse than that. Yeah, I yeah. know, but that's the that, word. Come on. That worse the word than that, that you could, though, that, Skip? Could, people do that worse and, than and that. When you say that, when you say that, you saying, hey, there's a chance we can go, we can get physical right now. That is yeah, true. See, I, when I you go there, you're crossing a line. Yeah. I don't look at it that way. I, I just don't. Um, I'm sure he's not the first person to say that to LeBron in the course of a basketball game. Well, time out. Sure. I, I got to point out, <laughs> Draymond got suspended during the NBA Finals in large part because he yelled that word at LeBron as they went up court, that, that's and then I'm he saying. kicked him in the midsection. That, that's what right? I'm saying. Okay. So, and I'm sure LeBron done said it to somebody throughout the course of basketball, too. And then back to what you said about Michael Jordan, the TV cameras and the microphones and all that wasn't around in that day and age the way it's have evolved now, Skip. I could probably, without even factually knowing, could promise you that somebody done said that to LeBron. Michael Jordan before. I will bet you not. Oh, God. I will no, bet, I bet you not. Detroit I hold, Pistons I hold and them, Michael them High regard oh, no higher than you. Right. I hold him way at the top. I hope I hear from Michael today about anybody. Michael, would of you course. please let me know today if anybody you ever used the B word against you? You can't tell me the Pistons and, and, and Rodman and them dudes, when they was over there, wasn't saying things to him. That's the last word you, you want to use to him. Yo, you, I understand they, what they, you're they, saying. They weren't scared of him, Skip. That, I guarantee they, you that. They, they, they were horrified but not scared because they, they knocked him on his tail. That, that There's a whole book that was written about the Jordan rules. If he elevates, he goes down, right? Yeah, of course. Right. That was right. a, so a plan. If, 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 if I'm calling you that, Skip, and I'm knocking you to the ground, I'm not scared of you. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, literally showing you. Nobody's calling him the B word. It, that's the manhood word. I that's guarantee. The one. I can okay. 100% I can, oh, I, without, Like I said, without me actually knowing... I can almost guarantee you that it's been thrown around around MJ at some point I know, in but his he's career. Just not that. You, of you can course, say, and neither okay. is LeBron. Come on, Skip. You don't know. That's the way a lot of people. You always they look at LeBron good. as a nice guy, a really nice guy. Good, and then yeah. you go way left. Keyshawn, did anybody ever call you the B word during a football uh, game? Absolutely, hundred percent. Did you want to fight? Well, I just, back and forth, man. I don't pay that type of stuff. Words, I, just, again, don't touch me. Okay. You can say whatever you want to say. All right. Just don't touch Richard, me. anybody ever call you the B word? Yeah, yeah, but they had to prove it, Skip. And a lot of times they couldn't prove what, they couldn't put their money where their mouth was. And in <laughs> football, when you say it, I get a chance to physically impose my you will. Do. And physically, you know, that's a different kind of game. <laughs> it is. All right, enough of that. My man Richard Sherman is about to, quote-unquote, put me in my place about my Dallas Cowboys, and I, I wish him good luck. Here we go. Easy work. <laughs>
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Richard Sherman, you sent me a video after Thursday night's Seattle at Dallas game saying the Cowboys' flaws were exposed and how your doubts about them were confirmed, even though the Cowboys did come back to win that game. And then you said on your Amazon postgame show that you could not wait for Monday so that you could tell me how wrong I am about my Cowboys. So here we are, Richard. Be my guest. Skip, I appreciate the platform in the room to speak. Go. Uh, first off, Skip, let me be positive and complimentary. Dak Prescott is a legitimate MVP candidate. Could potentially win it. That is a guy who was playing outstanding football, 20 touchdowns, two interceptions in his last six games wow. after starting six touchdowns and four interceptions in his first six. So let me give you all the credit there. C.D. Lamb is a true vested number one receiver in Wait, playing like it, Skip. You're admitting week that? Week in and Whoa. week out. Skip, Heat. I got to admit what's on the tape, Skip. Whoa. I got to admit what's on the tape. You know what's not true, Skip? You know what's not true? That defense is not legit, Skip. It's not. It's false. It's false teeth, Skip. You let them eat and feast against really bad teams and really bad offenses and let them fool you. It's fool's gold, Skip. You, you took really? it to the store and it was found to be fool's gold mm. because when they play opponents that are legitimate, the Seattle Seahawks, Skip, hadn't scored a touchdown in seven quarters. Uh, they hadn't scored okay. a touchdown in seven quarters. Uh, they scored, They scored what, five in the game? Skip, and they made it look easy. They moved up and down the field. And DK Metcalf had three touchdowns on the season coming into the game. Yeah. Skip, he had three touchdowns in the game, in the game against this Dallas Cowboys defense. Mm. This offensive line had given up a lot of sacks. And, 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 and Geno Smith came in the game with a bad elbow, beat up, because of how bad this offensive line mm. had been playing and they had been injured. They gave up one sack to this defense. And they, they gave up a lot of pressure. Michael Parsons was getting home. They were hitting Dak Pre I mean, hitting Geno uh, Smith, mm -hmm. but they weren't stopping him. And so, again, Skip, as you say about the Philadelphia Eagles, they're torchable. This defense is torchable. And they got torched to the tune of 35 points. Mm. And this offense had not been rolling like that, Skip. They found their rhythm against this team. And if not for MVP candidate Dak Prescott in the performance that he had, you would have went home with an L. And then you got to watch a team that's truly dominant this week, Skip. Yeah. In the San Francisco 49ers. And they played against a team, a common opponent of sorts for you. Because you watch your Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, you watch the Dallas Cowboys go to Philadelphia, go to the link. And walk away with an L. Then you watch the San Francisco 49ers come dressed in all black because they, they knew it was a funeral. They knew what time it was. Skip. They did. Yep. Okay. Adebo, black Air Forces. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. They are playing at a crazy high level right now. I give you that. 
but you are underestimating my Cowboy defense. It's still fourth in points allowed, while Philadelphia has fallen to 24th in points allowed. Fourth to 24th. Mm-hmm. And Philadelphia's defense is now the worst in the league in allowing third down conversions. So I'll take my defense over Phillies any day or night. But speaking mm-hmm. of night as in Thursday night, have you ever seen Geno Smith hotter than he was against my Cowboys that night in what I considered a trap game for my team as it was looking ahead to the Eagles? Because I have never seen Geno so unconscious hot as he was starting with that first laser rocket throw to DK that that was an inch off Deron Bland's fingertips and in the perfect spot for DK to snatch and run with it. What was it, 73 yards worth? It took my Mm -hmm. breath away. it, it, It was a perfect throw. And he made 10 more perfect throws the rest of the game because he was difficult to contain. And I give you they scored 35 because they got weapons. I have no idea how they'd gone seven quarters. He just wasn't healthy. He was healthy against Dallas on Thursday night. He had a bruised triceps the week before. Didn't even know if he was going to play. But he said he was, as Pete said going into the game, Pete Carroll, night and day healthier than he was the week before. So I give you Gino had a hot night. But what what you got to give me is, you, you raved about Witherspoon, the rookie corner, and you raved about Woolen, and you raved about the Seattle secondary and Jamal mm-hmm. Adams. And we went up and down the field, and again, we did not make them punt, but they couldn't make us punt either. So the whole game had no punts. And we did have right. 411 yards of offense to their 406. So we still out-yarded them and finally outpointed them because – we were forced for the first time all year to reach down and show you that we can play our way out of a hole that we dug for Mm -hmm. ourselves, that our defense Mm -hmm. dug. And when it was time on three straight fourth downs for my defense to rise and shine, it rose and it shone. So we made all the critical stops. And as Mike McCarthy said after the game, we needed one of those tests, those late game tests to see if we're made of the right stuff We are made of the rightest stuff. And remember, that same defense, I remind you, last year in the playoff game at San Francisco, did a number on Brock Purdy in the 49ers, held them to 19 Mm -hmm. points, held Brock Purdy to under 200 yards passing. They did everything Mm -hmm. in their power to win the football game because if you can go there and hold them to 19, you should be able to win it. I give you, we gave up 42 earlier this year. We had not found ourselves. We were reeling off the Arizona loss, and we, they got us early, and then Dak completely unraveled in the second half and threw three picks in the second half, and it spun completely out of control. Up from those mm-hmm. ashes, we have risen, and we have taken off right before your very eyes. And that's what I love about the NFL season is it's a long season, and teams rise and fall, and we are going straight north at the right time. Yeah right place, and I just hope we get to see your 49ers in the postseason for a third time. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't don't hope that, Skip, because they'll get blown out again. Um, And and, and they'll leave the starters in through the fourth quarter uh, this time, and so it may be 50 points. But at the end of the day, Skip, when you play plus 500 teams, which you play very infrequently, now you will, now you will, those games you've given up 42, 28, 35. 
So Skip, don't don't sit there. You you have you have you have eaten off these underperforming teams, the Carolina Panthers, the, the New York Giants, I mean, the Commanders. You guys have fattened your confidence on these teams to the point where you think that these stats that you're putting up against these offenses is elite. Mm. And it is not, Skip. It mm. is not at all. And so the Miami Dolphins just held Sam Howell to 127 yards, two interceptions. I mean, an interception, didn't, didn't 15 points. I mean, great, great job, but... Is the Miami Dolphins defense elite? It, it hasn't been. It has been since Jalen Ramsey came back into the yep. fold. But when you guys play these teams, Skip, down this stretch, I knew it would be tough for you. Now, did I know Dak Prescott would go, go off like he has? Did I know C.D. Lamb would go off on the tear that he's been on? No, mm. I did not. I could not say I predicted Dak Prescott to have 26 touchdowns, six interceptions, 12 weeks into the season. I, can't, I cannot say I anticipated okay. that happening, mm. but great for them. Okay. But you're about to play this stretch, Skip, where you're not going to win these games. Okay. So what do you have? You have us losing to Philly, right? Then you losing have us to Philly. at Buffalo, we lose. Yep. At Miami, Miami we definitely at Miami, lose. Miami, you lose. That's, that's three L, losses. L, L. And then we got Detroit at home. Detroit just rediscovered itself at New Orleans. You can, yesterday. You can beat Detroit. You can, you can beat Detroit. Okay, It'll so be a dog fight one you dub and Are you giving us some kind of dub at Commanders to end it? No, yeah, you get you get the you definitely get the dub at Commander. So you get okay. those two wins. So you get what does that put you at? That means we would have three more losses. So that would mean we're nine and three. So we would do, be eleven and six. Is that right? Eleven and six. Yeah. Okay. Sounds well, that's about not right. bad. But uh, here's what I believe is going to happen. Well, I'll, I'll just do it backwards. I'll do it for you. Okay. So I don't know how many dinners you owe me so far. I think it's just two at this point. Like, okay. But the point is. Three. Let's do, let's do one dinner on just the Philadelphia game, and then yep. I, I believe they can win one of the games at Buffalo and at Miami for one more dinner. Is that fair? No, you can't. You can't go half and half. You gotta go no. all in, Skip. Okay. Well, I, again, I already said they're gonna lose at Miami. So, but I got them winning at Buffalo. So I, I just say they're gonna win one of those two road games. I got, I got them. I, I want the dinner on the Miami game, but you already said they're going to lose, so you're going to give me the dinner. No. How about Buffalo? You already said they're going to lose at Buffalo. You want a dinner on that one? Well, you're not going to give me the dinner for Miami. Well, I can't because I, I already know. predicted Skip, a loss. To... <laughs> but I'd say we're only going to lose one more game. So I, okay, I, I, I've got I'll, I'll put a dinner on that. I'll put a dinner that y'all lose at least two. Okay. So, all right, that's a deal. All right, that's, that's a fair deal. We yep. got one dinner just straight up on Philadelphia – and one dinner that they lose at least two more after Philadelphia, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. All right. Deal. And to drive this home, I'm going to tell you that our point differential, even if we've been playing nobody, is number one in the NFL. I'm going to tell you that our points scored per game is number one above even Miami in the NFL, mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. our average time per possession is number one in the NFL. So maybe I was wrong about our defense. We'd go as far as our defense carried us. Maybe it's our offense that will carry us to the Super Bowl because I, you're no, going to be good. wrong about divisional and done. We are going to at least get to the NFC championship game, and I think we're going to win it and get to the Super Bowl. And I'm hoping that championship game is at San Francisco because we will get our revenge in that game. Skip, Skip, you better hope not, because unlike you, the San Francisco, when they play teams like this and they're fully healthy, they are fully healthy right now, 
they blow them out. And I told you they would do that to Philly. I said they would beat Philly by double digits. They beat them by three touchdowns. So, Skip, when this team is fully healthy, there is not a team in this league that can play with them straight up. And this is after Philly held them to negative yardage in the first quarter. Minus they racked six. up another 450 over three. They did. I mean, it was it, yep. it was crazy. So you you can't watch that game and tell me you think the Dallas Cowboys have an answer I just believe for the San it. Francisco 49ers. I just believe it. I love the makeup That's of my team. Faith. And I hope that people keep throwing at Deron Bland because he will pick six you as he might give up a, a big touchdown here or there, but he will pick six you and get even. So I love the I mean, makeup of my team and I love the momentum of my team. And you will lose a dinner this Sunday night at Jerry World. Thank no. you very much. Okay, mm-hmm. and we got to get to this is going to be very interesting because I can't wait to hear Michael Irvin and Keyshawn Johnson on this one because Wes Welker says Tyreek is better than Randy Moss. Wow, I'm about to debate no, that with two did. all-time great receivers. Whew. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Woo! Tyreek Hill went cheetah on the Commanders yesterday. Five catches, 157 yards, two touchdowns. That gives him almost 300 more receiving yards than any other NFL receiver this season. Keeps him on pace for a 2,000-yard season. All of which prompted Miami receivers coach Wes Welker, who did play for three years in New England with Randy Moss, to say Tyreek is better than Randy Moss. This is exactly what Welker said. Randy is probably the best deep ball receiver ever in the game, but Tyreek can run the whole route tree. He can run choice routes. He can run looky, what the Dolphins call two-way goes. He can take the top off. Name a route you don't like Tyreek on. I can't think of one. Michael Irvin, you're obviously a Hall of Fame receiver. Do you agree with Wes Welker? Yeah, go on. I want to hear, I want to hear the Hall of Fame receiver talk. I, that's all I want to hear. Yeah. I'm going to watch. Listen mm. Don't bring me in. Well, but I am. I am. You're about to be in Well, you are not. Here's here's the deal. Here's what I see in in Wes Welker saying this. And let's remember Wes Welker saying this. Wes Welker played in those Randy Moss really well. You know what I'm saying? He saw him every day in practice. So whatever he's saying, I'm going to give it some weight, even over what we say, because he's seen more closely than we have. And now he's working with Tyreek Hill. I'm a pure wide receiver. That means I want to see you do things that pure wide receivers do. I want to see you out wide, beating a cornerback man to man. That's how we came up. That's what we were about. Now, now, the game is changing. The game is changing. We have these combination, amalgamations of a running back and a wide receiver both playing. And and Tyreek Hill is not just a wide receiver. He can fit in those other categories. And that's what makes him so dangerous. This is what, 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 this is what I would imagine Wes Welker is talking about. Key, I couldn't play in the slot 
There's so much going on in that slot that you have to deal with. I am. I wanted to get you outside by yourself and do my thing. You know what I mean? I worry about all these people in the middle and everything. That's a more difficult thing. You could get in there. You did it. I tell people that slot, when you're playing inside, let me tell you what's more difficult about it. You don't know. It's not just about you getting open. You, it, it's better when you know when to be open. You see the quarterback's dropping back, and he may be reading upfield. First, first right, second read, upfield. He's coming back to you late. So you can't leave the line of scrimmage right now and go get open because he ain't ready to throw the ball. And by the time he comes back to you, that zone, or man, they'll close down on you. It's so much going on in there. You got to know where everybody is and then position yourself properly at the proper time. That's, that, 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 that's beyond your physical gifts. That's seeing the game and everything. I couldn't do it. He could do it. He could do it. Randy Moss can't do it. Let's stop. That's what he's talking about. Wes Walker knows Randy Moss can't do it because he had to do it for that team. This dude does do it. You build your whole, not, not just your whole, you build your whole system around Tyreek Hill. You build your whole passing game around Randy Moss. And this is what Wes Welker is talking about. That Miami Dolphins, the whole system is built around Tyreek Hill. Whether I'm running on jet sweeps and messing with your eye gate as I'm throwing the ball to somebody over here, or, 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 or if I'm sitting him up them seams, or I'm sitting him in the middle of the field, that stuff Randy Moss cannot do. And even if he can do it, he cannot do it at that level. We can stop that right now. Everybody wants the best. I want height. I want speed. Randy Moss got height. Randy Moss got speed. But this cheetah dude got some running back in him, got some middle of the field stuff, and he can do some things outside that you can't stop. He is the outside receiver and the inside receiver. And you got a combination. He plays them both at a high level. Yes, I understand what Wes Welker is saying. I can throw Tyreek Hill hitches or a little ball, the little chest screens, and he can take those and go away. Randy Moss can do that too. But Randy Moss ain't getting in that backfield and run, and run football from, from that backfield like that. And Randy Moss, had, and he didn't play in this kind of a system. though. They were throwing the ball not like this. I, I do understand. Saying better is one thing. Who's better is preference to your offense, to your offense. Mm-hmm. For, for, for New England's offense, Randy Moss was better because they had a West Welker. But, but for Miami, who they built around, they built everything in Miami around Tyreek Hill. I understand what's, what, what Wes Welker is saying, and I concur with his conclusion. Whoa. That's a mouthful. Your rebuttal? No, there's no rebuttal. It's just a very <laughs> difficult conversation for me to have. Scott. Why? Because I look at them as, as, as Michael End is saying, it prefers to sit, what you prefer within your system. Randy Moss in New England, they had a Wes Welker, so Randy didn't have to go inside on certain downs and distance no. and do some of those things. But what I can tell you from watching both of them, mm. having grown up with Randy Moss, okay? That boy. It, I mean, come on, man. It's just different. Yeah, it's do. a different, it's a different freak of nature than Tyree Hill. Yes, I played all over. I played the Y, the X, the Z, right. the Zebra. I did it all. They moved me around. 
because I could do it. I was a mismatch, whether you put a safety, a linebacker, the third corner, you put me outside on the numbers, the bang eight, I copied after Michael Irvin on the outside edge of the numbers, hit that foot, bam, cross his face, ball in rhythm timing. Right. Randy Moss can do that. Do your size versus Randy's right. size. How did you compare? Well, he's a slightly taller, taller but slightly not. taller, but about the same frame as me. He's Randy's man, Randy's really tall. Randy right. about six five. Okay. You know, and, and long. And but Key Randy don't have your what? mentality. Two fifteen, two. At the time we both was yeah. playing about right, two fifteen. Right, right, okay. right. Randy, Randy, does, not, Randy doesn't have your mentality no. to go in the middle no. like that. No, like, I, like when me and you got I, in that I argument, understand. the first thing you went to it, Mike, you know I'm going in there to put it down. And I said, yeah, you're right. I, I'm I not going in there. I understand I'm not that. going in there. I know Randy ain't doing it. But I told I also, you. But I also. <laughs> I told you that. And I, I told you Randy. And you know Randy ain't going to. So I ain't going to. If I told you, I confess to you. I'm not going to let you tell me that Randy going to run but, up but in that, there that, like Tyreek is running up the in there. conversation. You didn't ask me, is Tyreek going in the middle of the field in danger territory? That's not what you asked me. And I'm going to get there. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna All right, there. go get that in. You got to let okay, me get there, right? Get <laughs> Tyreek has the ability, much like a Debo Samuel, to be physical with his statue and his body and his strength. He's not going to turn certain things down. Randy Moss made business decisions at times. Yeah. But I can surely tell you this, and so can you, Michael. When you watch the All-22 and the defensive backs are out of the screen, because they were scared to the living you-know-whats yeah, of Randy yeah. Moss. Right. They're off the screen. They ain't, ain't going to be no sitting at 10. They right. was, man, them dudes, sometimes the joke is 20, 25 yards beyond. Because he ran 4-2. Because right. he ran whatever, four, and four, he's two. six foot five. Right. That's, and that's he's scary. going to go get the yeah. football. Mm -hmm. right. Randy Moss didn't get one-on-one -on -one coverage, and when he did, they paid dearly. It was not one-on-one -on -one every time you looked up. When you look at the situation with Randy Moss on the vertical stretch game, he was being doubled a lot of the times. So they were trying to take certain things right. away from Randy Moss. And for me and what I like for my money is I don't mind having a dude six foot five, 200 plus pounds that runs sub four two. I like that guy. Boy, I like that yeah, guy. Yeah, I do too. I it's like that. It's not that I dislike the cheetah, I love the cheetah. The cheetah, right. ridiculous. I wish I could have had a dude opposite of me in my career at some point like that because I would have been able to eat even more. But if you put him up on the board, more people are going to right. select Randy Moss than the cheetah because of size right. preference. And I'll give you that. I'll give you That's that. That's just and, the reality and, of it. Right, it, right. Unless, unless, and, and this is the other side of that too also. I would have loved to have seen Randy Moss with a Mike McDaniel. See, we ain't yeah. talking about that. Yeah. That was Josh, no. that, that was Josh McDaniel. That was the wrong McDaniel. And he's he still, had. and he's still. I would love that record. And he's still I, I, set Yeah, he did set records. records and they went undefeated. I know, but mm, 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 mm. Randy. But, but that offense in Miami, he has designed. But a lot of people, with, though. That's Michael, a different thing. I, I, I tell people all the time just about certain guys' career, Skip, is the now is what we see. We forgot the before. Okay, and what I mean by that is Randy oh, Moss is 10 years in the distance. Yeah, boy, man. So, but if you put in that tape, Oof. you put in that tape and you look at it, you're going to have a different opinion on what's what. That's just okay. the you're reality of it. You're preaching to my choir. Ahead of that draft, I was in Chicago at the Tribune, and I wrote and wrote and wrote 
the Bears have to take Randy Moss. And, and then I wrote that the cow, if the Bears don't take him up high, they, they took Curtis Enos. Go, go look him up. God, thank the Bears didn't take him. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. He didn't show. He was at the hotel, and when they went to meet him, Dave Wanstead and the staff, he he just stiffed him because he didn't want to go to Chicago. I don't okay. blame him. Right. Stiffed okay. him too. All right. And then I, I, he wanted badly to go to Dallas. That's and, where he and listen. That Man, next, he lit them up. Hey, that next Thanksgiving Day, he lit them up like no one's ever lit them up on Thanksgiving Day just to get even with Jerry for not taking him. Me? All right, so I get everything you're saying, but I am with Keisha, I mean, sorry, I'm with Michael on this only because I'm to the point where I know Randy Moss, but I've never seen anything like this, what, what this guy is doing in Miami right now. I understand. It, it's, and, and Keyshawn, you... you you were sort of predisposed not to like little football players because you don't like Bryce Young. And, and Tyreek's a small man, but he's stout. I like Tyreek. He, okay. Stout. And, and he, he, to, to, look, what is Wes, Wes Welker going to say? He's going to defend his guy right now, as he, you can, you can, as he should. But all the, all the routes, all the running back plays, all the screens, all the reverses, it, he is more explosively versatile than Randy was. There's never been, and Wes said it, there's never been a deep threat like Randy Moss. You said it. You, you can't even find him on the all 22 because they're backing up because he runs past everybody who ever tried to stop him. That is correct. Put his hand up. It seemed like every other play and it was over. But I have never, ever seen a football player, including the great Bob Hayes, who was an Olympic sprinter who changed life for the Dallas Cowboys and changed the way defenses played. They, he, they had to invent the zone defense to stop Bob Hayes. I have never seen anything like Tyreek Hill with the football underneath his arm because he, the Buffalo playoff game, we keep showing that one play where there's like six DBs and he just runs through all six of them like they're standing but see, still. But I, but I seen Moss. I seen Moss. Beat angles. Beat angles I, I, that's all, all I'm about to say. Time. I done seen I Moss catch digs wide open and turn the corner. It was over. It I done seen him run deep crossers Stop in the middle of the field right. on a deep crossing because it was covered too. He just pulls up in the middle of the field. They throw it to him. He turn around and he house it. You go. I, I just, right. it, again, it's almost like, and I'll go to this for people, mm -hmm. for you, Skip, to yeah. get you back in this. It's almost like watching Michael Jordan. We don't see enough of him. But when they played the last dance during the COVID, oh, everybody changed their minds then. Everybody like, well, that dude yeah. was bad. Yeah. It, it, because it, that's what happens. Out of sight, out of mind. When you look at that dude, 84, man, that dude was That's just different, work. man. He was yeah. a bad dude. I watched him three grabs, 170 yards in a game. I said, oh, my God. He, he was taking hitches and going the distance. And that's why I say he'll fit in this offense because the, the, this, this time's offense because they do a lot of that. But, but. But they different type of but, body types. But, different right, 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 right. But, but, but the whole Thing is built around tour. I mean, built around Tyreek Tyre Tyre Hill. And I'm not just and I'm not just talking about on the football field. I'm talking about Tyreek is different in this sense. Tyreek has given, he builds up their confidence. Like Tua was not Tua who you we, see but, now. But, but Michael Tua's not Tua who you see now. now. But, but Michael, now we're talking about something different. Yeah, yeah, but let, let me help you with it. Let me help you with it. Let me help you with it. Because now Tua, he, he brings it up. He came out, he spoke on, he said, my quarterback 
is as accurate as anybody. Everybody said, oh, boy, you crazy. You know it, but, but he lifted this kid up. I this kid, that. I heard them doing the game the other night. The announcers, they were talking about that. They said, wow, sitting with, he said, I've never sat with any quarterback or anybody in the NFL that has grown this much in, 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 in their person than Tua has since Tyreek Hill has gotten there. That's what I'm talking about. Great athletes I love. Great athletes that knows how to lift other players up. Yeah. That's something else because let me tell you why. Great athletes have done things themselves. They never knew how or never needed to lift everybody else up. They just go win by themselves. But Tyreek Hill has been doing it special. That's a different thing. I'm just, just telling you I had to drop that you, in. But, but when you add that, Michael, as you know, the guy on the Minnesota team was Chris Carter to do that. And the guy on the New England team was Tom okay. Brady. So, you, so Moss so has you never pick... had to do those sort of things yeah, that's right. at all. He okay. just that's, that's just not who, that's not his that's not who he is okay. in his DNA. Okay, but then I still can give credit to Tyreek. Oh yeah, I see I'm not taking no, I'm not taking so, that away. So you're I'm saying, saying Moss never had to do no, it. No, I'm just saying. Or, or, so, but I, I can't just say Moss can do it because he never had to do it. Yeah. And so if that's what you want me to say, I, I, and I think, can't say I it. Think I know Tyreek Hill is doing. I would think that Mr. Basketball in West Virginia. Yeah, bad boy. He's a bad dude, man. Well, he's a bad boy, period. Bad and, and, and I don't want people talking, well, we're saying I, both of these are bad boys. And, and, but we're just trying to verify and break down what Wes Walker said. And, yeah, and, and, and Wes, I, is, I understand Wes, is, Wes is, is his guy, and, and Tyreek does do a lot of different combinations of different things that he Moss does. can't do yeah. and it didn't, has yeah, not right. been asked okay, to right. do. Keyshawn, at their very apex, if you put Randy Moss, and Tyreek Hill in pads, helmet and pads, and they raced for 40 yards, who would win? Mm. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Mm. In pads. That's I'm going to probably take long stride Moss. I'm going to probably take long And I'm going to tell you something, y'all. I think Tyreek would, would nip in. In the top. Boy, listen. Man, Tyreek uh, can roll, too. Ooh. That's a hard one. But yeah, but well, no, no, but though. that's okay, though. Randy got fast, fast. If you know what I mean. Yeah. He got fast, yeah. fast. That's why I'm telling you, I've seen him take yeah. a hitch, and it was over. It, it was, was over. over. Oh, so, yeah. so, so he gets fast, fast. I don't know who I would pick in that race. I just Randy like Moss the, long, was the long strides toward the end, yeah. the little last 10 meters or so, 20 meters or so. Maybe. Maybe. Tyreek would get him for the Put first Put it this half. way. I'd take both of them. <laughs> Put right. them on my team. Let's see what happens. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. What if they played together? Now, oh, timeout. That, that, that would, that the, would, the Eagles security chief stepped onto the field and got into it with Dre Greenlaw. And wait, both of them got ejected? We debate next. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Phone back down. Once again, your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet from Trey Smith reacting immediately to our Randy Moss Tyreek debate you just heard. And Trey says, besides Tyreek's speed. Mm. Mm. No. Okay. No. I'm All waiting. Right. I'm yeah. waiting. Yeah. This is Randy now. Right. This this is is Randy. It, it okay. just depends, man. I, we can have these conversations 
a thousand different ways. We could. Right. This is straight barbershop. All right. Number two says skip worshiping MJ like, yeah, whatever you like. Well, I, 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 I nobody has ever worshiped him like <laughs> I have. MJ, like, MJ hey, was a like? bad dude. He was a bad, you yeah, know what. Wore knee bracing. Wasn't nothing wrong with me. <laughs> and finally, Victor says, Michael and Skip talking about the Philly defense like we didn't just watch Seattle put up 35 on the Dallas D. (laughs) Shout out to Charlemagne. Shout out to Richard Sherman. That's what he just said. (laughs) With a quarterback with a bad elbow. Mm-hmm. No, he was 100% healthy. 100%. Never seen him better. 100% healthy. That's why they was over there rubbing his el- rubbing his, yeah. his forearm to get it right. But he was 100% healthy. Yes, he was. Never seen him hotter. All right, back to the game yesterday, 49ers at Eagles. What a crazy, chaotic scene it was in Philly when Dre Greenlaw, the 49ers, body slammed Devontae Smith at the Eagles, drawing a 15-yard flag near the Eagles bench. Yet, as predictable pushing and shoving ensued, the situation was escalated by the Eagles' head of security, Dom DeSandro, who also appeared to go after Greenlaw, who then responded by poking his fist at DeSandro's face. Both Greenlaw and DeSandro were ejected. Richard, please, you first. Should Greenlaw have been ejected? No, he shouldn't have been ejected, Skip, because he shouldn't have to deal with that. Like, you deal with players on the field, you potentially can deal with a coach. You deal with the refs. But who is this dude? Like, who are you? And why are you there? Like, the director of security now, I can understand there get this happening if this is the head coach. If this is uh, Sirianni and, and a player's getting in his face, then yeah, security protect the, the coaches. He doesn't have equipment on. He doesn't have – you have no place – in the world being there, and you've been doing this too long to, to, to feel like this was your moment to inject yourself. Yeah. Like, you know better than that. So, no, Greenlaw shouldn't have been ejected because this dude sh- has no place in the game. You you were no part of this game. And this es- hadn't even escalated. This wasn't even like, oh, he's choking him or something, no. and you're trying to save him. These two dudes standing each other face, the ref coming to break it up, this is a normal interaction. Stay out of the way. He should never be allowed on a football field again in the National Football League. I don't think he should lose his job. It's too hard to find jobs in America in this economy. So I want the man to stay employed. But do not let him step step foot on the field again because he can't control himself, clearly. Yeah, he should, Thank you. He, he should have never been involved in this situation. If it was escalating to a team broil and he needed to get in the middle of it and push people back, that's a different situation. Here it is in the middle of a game where Greenlaw already got a 15-yard penalty for body slamming Devontae Smith on the ground. Now let the referees handle the situation. If Seriani wanted to get involved or another teammate wanted to get involved and start arguing and doing those sort of things, then, yeah, it could escalate and then de-escalate to the point where referees get in between. But when Dom, what did you call him, DeSandro? DeSandro. DeSandro. Yep. When Dom mm-hmm. DeSandro yep. decided mm-hmm. that he was going to be Philadelphia tough he was. and get involved in the mm-hmm. situation... Now, like Richard said, he shouldn't be allowed on the sidelines anymore. He can go, you can go secure from the tunnel. You can secure from up in the box on the stand, on the sidelines, yeah. on the end of the sideline, but no. not in between the box. He doesn't need to be in that situation of empowering himself again. Now, should Greenlaw been ejected? No. The referees, in my opinion, overreacted in this situation. And then again, maybe they thought he was a coach because he had the uniform on or something looking like a coach. It took a minute to realize, oh, he's a security guard for me watching on 
television. I didn't know if he, I, I kind of figured he was probably some sort of security, but didn't really know until it came out that he was actually a security guard in this situation. He could have been a quality control guy, anything. But in the end, as I've always said, don't touch me, Skip. Okay, he touched right. Greenlaw. He did. He didn't need to just stop. Don't, don't do it. Now, unfortunately, it didn't really matter to the 49ers because they went on the shellac, the Philadelphia Eagles, and put 42 points up on them, much like they did the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> before. So in the end, they won, even though they lost Greenlaw in this particular football game. Mm. But he shouldn't be allowed on the field mm. the rest of the season at all for Philadelphia. That was a gratuitous shot at the Cowboys. But go yeah, ahead. yeah, and, and yeah. we pull no, out. I just said 42. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're pulling out this moment of the game. But when we put it around all of the game, they had been feisty all day. This game, you know, we had had bumping heads and yeah, pregame feisty it was, all yeah. day. So let, let's be real here. Now, each one of you guys that spoke, you kept saying he has no business on the field. None. He wasn't on the field. He was on the sideline. Let's remember this. Wait, 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 wait. I let y'all chat. Okay. And I listen. Now, don't get a chance to chat. You hear? Now, now we have said he can't come on the field. He can't come out here and hit us. You are absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But right here, this play, that's on their sideline, right? Greeno, you slam this man like this over there. You, you, you know what you were doing. We already, they're taking this play out. Once you get him off the ground, he's up. you can hold him up. You ain't got to slam him down. That's part of, the, part of the safety stuff now. So, so he was doing that intentionally. We can stop that right now. He got 15 yards. Yeah, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He, and, he paid his debt. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Oh, but, but, but listen, listen. Y'all saw Greenlaw right here. He, 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 he was hot. He was heated. And nobody can, calm, nobody can calm him down. Right here, all right, they're trying to help. They're trying to separate. I understand. You know, you don't want anybody to touch you. There's a lot of people touching you. Why are we saying we're going to point out that one person? Ooh, who are you? You don't know who that is. It's Coach. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Right here, right here. Do I think Greenlaw should have been thrown out the game? Absolutely. You should. And yeah. I think you should get a fine right here. I think you should get a fine. Because that right, that action right there could have started something real crazy. Breaking up fights, we had that. We had it before in the game. We had it before in the game. But you start shoving your hands in somebody's face. I don't know what action he was doing. Shoving his hands in face. Then, then something's going to happen. And yes, you have to get ejected. And they, they did the right thing. And I'm expecting a fine. I don't want them suspended. I don't want them suspended, especially not this time of year. But I think that's, you do. So, that's so, so you saying and, and, right and, now it's okay for security guard to put his hands on a player? Dude, 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 you're, on, you're, on a player. Right now, That's right what now. you're saying. You're saying, Are you saying that's okay, Michael? What I'm saying is he is trying to separate it. He didn't come. That's wait, wait, not wait, wait, his wait, wait, job. Wait, wait, that's wait, not wait, his wait, job. It's not his job on the football field, but we're on the sideline. It's not his it's job. It's not his job on the sideline. Dude, dude. It's not his job to touch a, a player of this any kind during the National Football League This is not a fan coming on the field? Game. The wait, referee wait, wait. Oh was right God. there to dude, break dude, it up, dude, dude. to de-escalate it, because that's dude. his job. That's what I, he's I paid to do. I understand all of you guys. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Okay. But now, you cannot remove any responsibility on Greenlaw here. You're trying to remove the responsibility I'm not to, and say he I'm came saying, on the field, so that gives me a right I, I, to whoop his butt. I, I, I'm no, saying, it does I'm saying, not. I'm saying, no, it doesn't. If, if, if a fan or anybody, any personnel not involved in the game comes and touches me, 
I have a right to defend myself. And if you come in at, at a player, Dude. he's not a he's not a coach. Wait, 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 he's not anybody associated with Right, right. We're saying it, this, you heard what you're saying, sure, sure. You say if he's coming at like this man is coming at you in full rage and I didn't Don't right. touch me, Michael. Oh my God. Oh my Skip. God. Do Everybody's touching everybody. We're on a he's football not, field. Y'all got to stop far. this, man. This he's is right. wrong. I don't know. No, I'm not going to make this okay. I'm he's not going not. to make it okay. Green Law, you are wrong here, and we can't make this okay, right. Michael, Skip, question. Skip, he's not part of the game. Go, oh, my God. It, it, Go it, ahead. Go in ahead, Skip. all my career. Oh, my God. And I, I've been doing this for a long, long time. I have never, ever seen any security step onto the field no. to try to break something up. Unless it's a man. We're in the white. The football field is the green. Stop saying that. He slammed him on the sideline. He is standing on the sideline. Come on, guys. I'm just saying. And he we, don't get, we, he, he we don't don't get, he don't get the touch of the mic. I don't the give a dang. I don't give a dang, Mike, if he, if he slammed him right in the stands. That's, that don't mean a fan gets to put their hands on nobody. You are not part of the game. He does not get to get involved in the game. And that's why he will not get a chance. He will probably get fired and reprimanded because only people get to be involved in the game are people that are involved in the game. I don't care if it's on the sideline, in the stands. That's a player with pads on. So yep. you, go ahead. And, and finally. Uh, are y'all absorbing him yeah, of this but, hand thing he did? No, no I want to no, Skip. Okay, but Michael. It's not really a punch because it doesn't land. He kind of really shows him his fist. You know, he was kind of poking at him. He was just poking at him. I, I don't know. How can you eject him for that? The league said because he threw a punch, he had to be ejected, even though it was toward a security. Okay, I don't get it. But I'm with Richard. This security chief, he, I, I don't want him fired, but he needs to be suspended for a couple of weeks without pay. You can't do that. I don't want to take wait, no wait, money wait, out of his pocket. I just want wait, to get out of wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. How are you going to say? So you can clearly say that's not a punch, but that comes at a man with force. But now you can but, but he, God almighty, that's ridiculous, guys. That right what Greenlaw did, you're going to try to say that's not a punch? No, you shouldn't have that's been there. You shouldn't have been in the mix at all. Michael, back in the day, Dallas wow. Cowboys, back in your day, back in the 90s, Larry Wansley was your director of security. Right. He was right always on the sideline, right but I side never line. saw him right try to, to break up anything between players. I never, never. saw him because you just don't. If it escalates, right. as you, as right. if it escalates where team is all of a sudden pregame doing yeah. that, yes, security right. gets involved, Michael. Okay. It pushes everybody away, Skip. That's what they do. This is in the middle of the game, Michael. I understand you're saying... It's semantics. Yeah. It's on the field, but it ain't on the field. It's on the sidelines, so that's no, not no, part no. of the field. Uh, no, uh, that I'm is part reality. of the field. I'm not right. saying semantics. I'm I, saying reality. I, I saw where this happened. It happened in the white. I, I didn't it. see his goo. I didn't see him push that guy. I didn't see him push Greenlaw. I see him try to separate people. I saw Greenlaw make a thrust towards him. Okay. That's a difference, Michael, and I can't make you're it right. Wrong. Forgive, you're me, right. forgive me. I got to stop go you ahead, because go. we've got to talk about one other game that we have not addressed yet. Broncos at Texans. The Broncos lived and finally died by Russell Wilson yesterday in Houston. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy, no mercy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Third and goal. Houston, eight-yard line, 16 seconds left. Down 22-17. Russell Wilson, great escape. Mm. But his pass was intercepted in the end zone. His third interception of the game. Texans survive, rise to seven and five, while Broncos surge ends, and they fall back to six and six. Richard Sherman, your biggest takeaway from this one? I mean, it's a tough game. Uh, Their defense have been playing well. They have been streaking. Uh, but that's a play you can't have. I, I can see what Russell Wilson saw. It's a play that most teams run. The Dallas Cowboys scored on it. The Seattle yep. Seahawks tried to score on it. Double post. It's Dino in the red zone. They run Jerry Judy across. They think that uh, my guy, uh, Jimmy Ward's going to go with him. Instead, he passes it off, comes back, intercepts the ball. But at the end of the day, that was his third interception of the game. That's a big reason they lost this game. Yep. Houston's playing well, but you can't have it. Yeah, that five-game win streak, Russ didn't have any fourth-quarter turnovers, and, and, and they ended up winning those games. But really, we've been scratching our heads at how they've been winning these games anyway. On the other side, on the other side, I thought, Houston, man, what a blessing. This young kid, C.J. Stroud, is getting all the possible, possible scenarios that he can get into, and he's getting such great growth at this young age, he and is. he's winning now. Yep. You know, I, I use this. He is getting so comfortable being uncomfortable that he's going to be scary because he'll never rattle as he moves through this NFL. Very good point. I just hated he lost Tank Dell, his Me fellow too. rookie, because that Me was too. horrible. Me too. It was just, and they had such a great connection. But, Richard, back to you with Russell Wilson. You obviously played with him, won a Super Bowl with him, lost a Super Bowl with him. He's just getting up there in age. He can still do some great things and some not-so-great things. Sometimes he can escape, and sometimes he does escape, and he just doesn't look the same as he tries to hit top speed down the field. He doesn't have that same top speed to hurt you with his legs that he used to have. And sometimes his arm is pretty pretty good, and sometimes it's not. He had a big underthrow early in the game in the second quarter. Marvin Mims was just gone, and he just – I think we have it right here Mm. in – and Russ just got you, you just gotta make That's this you throw. Gotta go. you, you just gotta make this throw. And Marvin Mims had to stop for it. If if you throw it four more yards, it's just the easiest Or across the field. Either way. E- right. e- either way. And and yet the the two interceptions, the one got tipped, but the, the two interceptions were underthrown. And the one to the, that was the I don't know why that kid he's the, it's the backup tight end just elevated from the practice squad, that Lucas Crawl, but the in the end zone, you, you just got to get the ball up to him because he's 6'6", and you just didn't get it. And Jimmy Ward, as you said, Richard, sort of deked him and came back across and out-jumped the 6'6 guy for the football. No good. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't have it. And, and the underthrows, I mean, Father Time is undefeated, undefeated. as we all know. Yeah. But you, when your receivers got him by five yards, Russell has a big arm. Yeah. He's had a big arm for a number he of has. years. Usually that's a layup for him. It's a layup. I agree. All right. Up next, Cowboys are only, wait, three-point favorites over the Eagles? Ah, that, that's not enough, is it? We debate next. No mercy. No mercy. Cowboys just moved up to a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Eagles Sunday night at Jerry World. So, Richard, should the Cowboys be favored at all? And if so, by how many? 
according to you? I mean, I thought Philly would be favored in this game, uh-huh. but um, there you go. So I, I'm, I'm surprised already. Uh, I, I didn't think they should be favored, but maybe Vegas knows something I don't. <laughs> no, the, the Cowboys should be favored. Eagles had a bad outing this past game, and the Cowboys' last sighting was good. And, and they beat Seattle, which many people would say, you know, took them down the wire, scored 35 points on them, and blah, 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 blah. But yeah. Mm. But in the end, they're going to see a different Philadelphia Eagle team than we saw against the San Francisco right, 49ers right, right. that beat both of them by scoring 42 points on mm. each. I don't know mm. what y'all talking about, especially since either. y'all have said all night, all, all year, that the Cowboys have beat nobody, and now you want to make them our favorites on the best team in the league. Let me tell you, they got it right. They're giving it the half. That half that Skip just told you about is very important. Because when they gave it three, that means we see it evenly. But what they've done is listen to the show today. And they saying, you know what? Mike and Skip is right. And they gave him another half. That means they believe the Cowboys will win. Uh, I agree. I always try to guess these spreads. I, I thought this was open at Dallas minus five. Because I think Dallas is... Not significantly better like 49ers, but but some better than Philadelphia. Why not just be both of y'all? Skip, yeah. stop. We're going to yeah. see. Hey, yeah. hey, it's my sister's happy. birthday, Janet. I know. Happy birthday. Janet, happy birthday. Because she always said it's the same day as Skip. That's Skip, right. happy birthday. Okay, We're out of here, y'all. We're we leave. Us. We're, We're back tomorrow at 9.30. We let it go like that. And I can't. We let it go. Wait. <laughs> 